0: you touching? Scotch is the devil <laughs> Fuck, they so were both alcoholics Fuck Brain Radio Yeah, hit on chicks In front of me I don't Brain Dead Radio presents How lucky can one guy be I kissed her and she kissed me.
1: And welcome to She's Right, I'm Rob, episode 33. With you as always is myself, Rob, and of course my lovely, lovely better half.
2: Leslie Hughes.
1: And... I like how you had to put your last name. Like, we No, do had. I
2: not normally say
1: that? I mean, I don't know. I oh. just think it's funny. You're just like, oh, yeah, no, Leslie Hughes. I like how oh. strong, I like how strong I you were. I
2: don't like that my last name is in there now. Can we no, start over? No, we're not.
1: I, I love how strong you were <laughs> like, I'm using your last le- I may have hyphenated my name. No,
2: seriously, babe.
1: No, seriously, it's perfect. Leslie Hughes. Leslie Hughes, <laughs> oh, Rob Hughes, coming at you, episode 33. Uh, it's been since, I think, last April, April 2018. Uh, that we did an episode, and that episode was all about seeing possibly a sex prostitute at Masu. Uh,
2: oh, yeah. <laughs> with,
1: uh, with the nips. Uh, yep. The nips. Is it cold in here? Uh, so it's been, it's been a long time. Uh, over a year. It's been over a year since we've done an episode. Uh, I've had lots of people, uh, and this is not hyperbole. Uh, doesn't matter how many episodes bring to radio I do. Everybody's just like, when's the next She's Right, I'm Rob. And I know it's all because of you, not because of me. And uh we're gonna start with a uh our comeback is gonna be a series of very special episodes. Dude, like growing pains, full house, different strokes, <laughs> way less molestation, but still very special. Um so it's been a long time since we have talked uh on an episode uh or put anything out, and lots of things have happened. Uh do you want to discuss do you want to explain or do you want me to start off what's going on I uh, I'm taking my cues from you what would you like to do would you like to
2: Um well I can I mean I can just put it out there that um I was recently diagnosed with ALS which is a right as of right now a terminal disease
1: and that stands for amyotrophic lateral sclerosis Yes It's a progressive neurodegenerative disease that affects nerve cells in the brain and the spine. Yep. Stephen Hawking.
0: Yes. That's the best way to do it. That's honestly the best way to
1: do it. Did you know he's one of, it's 5%, there's 5% of people that live past 20 years and he got diagnosed when he was 21 and he lived to 70? Yeah. Like it's, and he's like the rarest fucking case and they don't know how, they don't know how or why
2: he he was able to go so
1: so long. They did. I mean, they did debunk that it wasn't because of his giant brain, though. People were thinking that because oh, he was so smart. Oh, I just smart. thought
2: it was because he had so much fucking money. I as well. Um, he was able to pay for like the best care and the best stuff to like no, help him.
1: Nope. No. I mean, that being said, yeah, the dude had like three living nurses, twenty four hours a day. That did, did everything for him. I mean, I'm sure that does definitely help. But they, he's an outlier. Like. There's one other guy, I've been doing a lot of research on this, there's one other person, a Canadian, who lived, I believe, a little, like, I think 40, 40 years, 45 years after diagnosis, uh, and they don't know, they don't why? know how, they don't know well, how Well, they,
2: they may have, like, a, um, like a genetic um, mutation that they don't know about yet. Yeah, because they don't know. Like, they actually they don't know all of the versions yet. They don't know what causes it yet.
1: There's over like twenty different versions of just like one specific kind. I mean, there's like crazy amounts of versions of this. Yeah. Sorry.
2: No. Why? I don't,
1: I don't know. I don't, I, don't,
2: I, I, have the, I have
1: the I have the I have not the ability, but like the tendency to like talk over. I don't want to talk. This is you. Oh, this is all you. I, I'm just gonna I, keep quiet. This is all you.
2: Oh no! Don't keep quiet. You know I'm not good at like continuing the conversation when you're not like probing of, me for things. There's lots
1: of uh, <laughs> I'm probing her all the time. <laughs> yes, listeners, we are still sexually active even with this terrible degenerative disease because Leslie is not stopping this D. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no D stopping. Oh um (laughs) oh Oh, are you are you were you unsure that that was uh gonna keep happening i mean you're not not stopping the d right
0: (laughs) no
2: i just thought it was funny
1: oh okay good so yes you were recently diagnosed with als yep you know what let's take it back to the start
2: from the beginning beginning. start from the beginning babe So, in around um, early to mid-February, it started to be difficult to do, like, just really tiny things with my right hand. Um, I remember specifically, like, it being difficult to lock the back door, which I honestly was like, well, it's because it's been so cold. Like, it got down to negative 50
1: Oh, we had the polar vortex In February. Yeah, we had the polar
2: vortex. So, I was like, it must, like, the lock is kind of frozen or something like that. Um, But then it just, like became increasingly more difficult to do some things like writing anything that was like just like my fingers having to hold on to something was becoming difficult so um i actually like immediately had in my mind that it could be this thing because my father passed away from this disease bruce when i was a baby so it was kind of a thing that I was like, oh, my God, what if that's what's going on? And then I was telling myself, like, I'm just being ridiculous or being paranoid. Um, I was also telling you that. Yeah. um, So I went to see my general doctor. I needed to get a physical anyway. And I wasn't able to get in until end of May. Um, I didn't make the appointment until, like, probably early May. Um, I went to see her. She did some, like, kind of reflex tests on me. Um, was able to confirm that it wasn't carpal tunnel. Or a pinch nerve. Or, no, she didn't confirm that. Oh,
1: sorry. I'll stop talking. S-
2: Jeez.
1: <laughs> Even with this terrible disease, I will still over talk and mansplain my wife.
2: Guy, <laughs> could you like spread your legs anymore? Manspreading over there? He I'm, is. Now he did it. I am, wearing, I, I it am anymore. wearing
1: gym shorts. <laughs> you ready to see the tip? Tip might, <laughs> tip might come out. We don't know. We don't know.
2: Um, so she referred me to a neurologist, and I saw my neurologist. It was actually just, I think, like a week later. Um, and she just kind of asked me questions, and she did some testing on like my muscle strength and my reflexes. And she was, and I told her that I was worried about it being ALS, and I was, or uh, and she said, like, Oh, she doesn't think it's that. Like, she thinks it thinks it's like a pinched nerve or something. Um, so I kind of was, like, feeling relieved. And then she ordered. Yeah, we did feel relieved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, she ordered some tests for me that I. um, So she had, like, a bunch of blood work done and then an EMG. And that was the day, same day that I had that appointment. Sorry, I'm distracted now because the dog was chewing his bone. Yeah, and Leslie had
1: the great idea, idea of having to give, give Fahey a bone and it was just like crunch, crunch, And now crunch, he's crunch. like, and where now is now my bone? bone. Guess what? Podcast is more important, Fahey. You'll have your bone <laughs> in an hour.
2: Um. So I did the EMG that day and the EMG is, I mean, I'm sure I'll do a horrible job explaining it, but it's basically like they put things on your... Um, like your nerves and they shock your nerves like within your limbs so they did my right arm since i was having problems with my right hand and it hurt and well the that first part where they shock your nerve doesn't hurt it feels like your nerve is like snapping like a rubber band in your body but I it don't know
1: what that means it's like i don't know i mean i understand the analogy but i can't
2: well that's the best way i can explain no, it, makes it. Sense. it so it doesn't like hurt it's like one of those things where if someone's doing it over and over again, you'd be like, okay, that's getting annoying. Like, i like you to stop. But it wasn't painful. But then it sounds they... like
1: when we're having sex. It's just, that's what she says to me. <laughs> She's just doing it over and over again. Just, just make it stop.
2: <laughs> um, and then the second part of the EMG is they actually stick, like, uh, a tiny needle that's kind of like an acupuncture needle into your muscles. And then they, like, test the reaction of your muscles... Um, and that's like, I think that they like shock your muscles, and that was actually super painful.
0: Yeah,
1: you you came home like crying. Like, yeah, it was. It uh, was I was not a fan of seeing my wife in in pain. For it that. was
2: not fun.
1: No, and I'm still thinking. I'm hoping to Christ at this point that it's still just not not the diagnosis.
2: Like, right. I'm still hoping
1: that it's anything but.
2: Right. So, um. But that's the same day that she told me she didn't think it was ALS, and she thought it was a pinched nerve, and that test would show that like it being a pinched yeah. nerve.
1: We had your birthday. That was like it wasn't. That wasn't May yet because that was still we still went out. No, for this your birthday. is March or March. Yeah, we said Or May no, earlier. sorry, this is April. This yeah. is early April.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't my birthday yet. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I'm just saying. Earlier, you said it was already in May. It was not. Sorry, May. I
2: meant my. Original appointment was at the end of March with my general. She's already going to see now. Practitioner and then a week later, near the beginning of April, was this appointment. Yes, and then um, the EMG test came back abnormal, um, and I went. So I went in for like my follow up, thinking I'm going to be told I have a pinched nerve yep. or it's something like, you know, Go not to worry about or yeah. something. We'll a
1: massage. You'll be fine.
2: Um, and at that point. I wasn't, like, freaked. I was trying not to be freaked out. I pretty much wasn't freaked out, so I didn't, like, think to have you to go with me or anything.
1: Yes, I'm not a terrible husband. I, she did not ask me to go with her to the original few exams.
2: Yeah. So then I went back, and she told me it was um, abnormal, and then she told me a bunch of other things. I honestly couldn't even tell you what she told me because I started getting, like, really freaked out because it started to, like, she started to kind of circle back to ALS and yep. how she can't rule it out now. And and then they um, ordered another EMG, which I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that was so painful. I have to do it again. And my first one was on my right arm. And so the second one, they did all the other limbs. The,
1: all the other extremities, as the Grey's Anatomy world would call them.
2: <laughs> so I was, like, dreading that. And then I also, um, she also ordered two MRIs. One of my brain and then one of the cervical part oh, no. of the spine. Got it. I
1: thought it was your butt. My problem. My,
2: my bad. No. It wasn't
1: your butt. No. Nope. You didn't get an MRI on your butt. Nope. Can I we didn't. get one?
2: I don't know how can, that works. Can I
1: ask your doctor if I can get an MRI of your butt?
2: Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we did the other EMG and then <clears throat> I had my MRIs on, which I've never had an MRI, and I was kind of, like, stressed out about what that was going to be like. It's and your first time. It was my first time. Um, the EMG, the second EMG actually wasn't as bad as the first one.
1: Was the second one the time you got to wear the Hulk panties? Yes. <laughs> yes, they gave
2: me, because because they do my legs, they have to, like... You, have, you either would have to wear a gown yeah. or, like, they gave me these, like, humongous shorts.
0: Hulk panties. That
2: I took a picture of <laughs> yes, and sent to funny, Rob they because the they were, like, shit. the biggest shorts in the world. Oh, yeah. Because and you would
1: fit your entire torso in like yeah, one but I mean, of them. They
2: basically <laughs> have, like, one pair or, like, one version of these shorts one that size they give fits all. to everybody. <laughs> yeah. And it probably actually does fit almost everyone.
1: They were quite large, uh, quite sexy. I was, <laughs> was, was kind of hoping she was going to bring them home and we could open up a whole new avenue in the bedroom. She did not. All I got was a photo. Put it right in the spank bank.
2: A photo of them laying on the Listen, bed, like not even on my body. <laughs> you're
1: talking to a guy who was able to jerk off to comics when he was 13. Okay. I can do it.
2: Um, I can do it. So, and then um, I had the MRI done and... That actually, like, a lot of people have talked about that it stresses them out or they feel, um like, claustrophobic. claustrophobic. I actually, like, found it kind of relaxing.
1: <laughs> I've had a few in my life, and I've never, ever been stressed out about MRIs. Like, it's just, like, you just go inside of this big tube.
2: Yeah. And it's I loud. Mean, it's loud, but I, like, after a time, like, it's you just, to just to become used to it. Mm. And I honestly, I honestly <laughs> yeah, was yeah, almost yes, falling yeah. asleep. Uh,
1: that's one thing I can attest to. Like, like I said, like, I, I am a struggling hypochondriac, uh from the day, back in the day, and yeah. I've had quite my fair share of MRIs to be like, oh, I swear to God, I have a, a, a tumor in my brain. Oh, there's something wrong with my brain. Can you just throw, me, just throw me in that big machine? And they would do it, and yeah. And it's calming the shit. It's so weird. I understand that sentiment. Like, I
2: think it's because it, like, forces you to, like, lay there. Because you can't move. Yeah, and you can't move, yeah. But and, like, it's not like you're laying down to, like, fall asleep yeah. or do anything. Like, you, got, you just have to, like lay there and i think that that was actually really relaxing (laughs) for me
1: so you got the mri done so
2: i had the mri done and then i had to wait what was it like god uh over a week to have because she was so booked i had to wait a long time to get in for my follow-up
1: no is this when i went to the no this was not yet right this wasn't. This wasn't the time out when we went to the Minneapolis well, clinic. Well, th- I'm getting there. Okay, I'm just trying to remember the timeline.
2: Yeah, the ne- My next appointment. You came with me. Okay.
1: Okay. I'm sorry. Like, no, I've, I've it's been fine. in a funk. Obviously. It's fine. And a haze for months now. So okay. It's fine. Okay.
2: Um, where was I?
1: An the MRI. They distracted to wait. me.
2: <laughs> um, they ended up. I ended up calling. Oh, I called in because I was like, I need you to like explain to me like whatever you told me when I was last there for my visit because I'm freaking out. Yes. And the guy that I talked to on the phone tried to explain it, but he didn't do a very good job. And I still was like, I don't know what's going on. But then I found out that they've ordered another MRI. Yes. And they ordered another MRI on, I forget what it's called, but like at the next section below the cervical part of my spine.
1: Not your butt. No, it's okay. not my butt. Okay. Let's make it true.
2: <laughs> it's not my butt, and okay. you don't need to ask me again, because okay. it's not. Okay. Not your butt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Duly. <laughs> you, you got that? Duly D- 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 noted. Okay. <laughs>
2: um, and then I was like, you could see your chart online. So I was looking, and it said... Um, I forget what it's called, but when I looked it up, it's like there's like fluid in your this area of your spine that can cause like issues with your yes. um, nerves. Yep. So I was like kind of like rejoicing because I was so freaked out about ALS. So I was like, oh my God, it might actually be this like fluid in my spine of which like you can do surgery and um, it be fixed and then this will all be over. So I was kind of like... Excited about that.
1: It was the syrinx. The thoracic syrinx. Or oh, yeah, cervix. It- not cervix. That's your vagina. The thoracic <laughs> syrinx, which is the fluid filled cavity. And there could be multiple reasons for this, such things like a tumor. Yeah. Which we were. Mm. S-
2: so I was honestly. Super excited about I, I never in my life thought I would hope so much to have a tumor. Yeah. No, I was like, "Oh my God! If I have a t- if she if I go in and she tells me I have a tumor, I'm going to be so happy." Yeah.
1: No, because we were. You
2: can have surgery.
1: We were rejoicing. It was like one of those things where, like, yeah, it was just like that could be it. Oh, cool. That's something that like can be like fixed. Yeah. Or it can be worked on. It can be worked on. There are things you can do for that. Right. Yeah, we were, we were excited. We were hoping that it was cancer or a tumor. Yep. That's where we were at at this point. Yeah. Like we were ecstatic that an option could be a tumor or cancer to put it in perspective of the shit we're currently dealing with. Right. That's what we were happy about. Like yeah. Fuck. Yes.
2: Yeah. It's, because it's you, you can operate. You can operate. do something. Yeah. There are things you can do. Um, so then we had my follow up appointment and Rob came with me and brought a notebook so he could take notes and help with remembering all of the things that she tells us. And
1: what did your doctor like, say? About me,
2: uh, that you were an excellent note taker. Oh, that's right. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: he really held on to it, as you could tell.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna say, when a neurologist tells uh, a stoner like me, "Wow, you take very, you take excellent, you ask great questions, and take excellent notes." And I, felt, I don't
2: remember her saying you. Um, I mean, she also said I was
1: super attractive and that my <laughs> butt was great. I mean, I don't know if you remember that. I wrote it down I in my notebook. I don't. I have recall. the notes. I had the notes. It says, "Doctor C says I have a good butt." So thanks, Doctor C. I felt really good. I felt really good. I took great notes. Yes. And I just tried to make her laugh the entire my whole my whole how I deal with things and how I've always dealt with things is humor and or just trying to take your mind off of it. Leslie, however, does not deal with things like that. So in I, the waiting I, room, I there were lots of shh.
2: Well, Shh, okay, stop, hold, on, sh- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. I disagree. Like, I do think I am kind of dealing with things with humor. Like, I make jokes and probably jokes that are a little too dark for some people.
0: But. Because I can. Yeah.
2: But in that day, on that day, you kept making jokes and making me laugh and us laugh, like, a lot. And I was, like, very just conscious of that we're in a waiting room with people that could also be getting... Terrible news. Really bad news. Yeah. And I didn't want to seem insensitive that people are going through something that's very scary.
1: And see, my thought process was, we're all in this together. Waiting no, they the don't people. see it. I don't waiting think they see people. it that we're way. We're all in this together, and the only way to do this head-on is to make inappropriate jokes, which is what I excel at—inappropriate jokes. And I think I did a pretty good job. I kept you laughing and smiling. Lots of shushes. <laughs> yeah. Lots of shushes.
0: No, I but I, like shushes
1: when she's like <laughs> shh.
0: <laughs> sh-
2: <laughs> yes, but I also was like I really I didn't want anyone to be like, "Oh my god, what an I, asshole. Something scary going is on. Yeah. Something scary is going on Listen. and like these two people are in the waiting room like just laughing."
1: But you know what this whole ordeal has taught me, actually hasn't taught me, has reminded me. <laughs> I
2: thought you just being like, actually it hasn't taught me anything. <laughs> no,
1: no, no, what has reminded me, because I used to be like this, and there th- th- a switch happened somewhere in my 20s, mid-20s probably, but I used to be the guy who didn't give a flying fuck about what anybody thought, no matter what, like, didn't fucking matter what you thought about me, what you thought about anything, like, I'm this is, you know, this is my world, I'm living in it. Like, suck my D. Suck my D. I'm here to fucking make myself happy. Make my wife happy. Fuck it. And this, like, whole ordeal has really reawoken that part of me. Where I'm like, I don't give a shit about what anybody else feels right now. Because the only thing that I'm focused on is making sure that you still laugh. Like, no matter what, that I can still make you laugh. And make myself laugh. Like... I'm sad as shit as it is. Like if you haven't yet, make sure you check out BDR, the newest episode. Well, you you'll hear me uh basically try to keep it together for a good 30-minute chunk at the end where like now I'm more like, yeah, we had a, we went out with some friends today, we had some drinks, we decided to do an episode. So I I should we I should have uh prefaced this in the beginning with if we sound like flippant and now when I say we, maybe more just me, it's because this is how I choose to process everything that's going on and like my only goal is to make you my lovely wife not think about it even for only like 30 seconds like if i can make you laugh over anything <laughs> like that's my whole goal so yeah i was a little bit uh, class clowning in the in the waiting room uh and i did you know, I, I didn't really feel bad i felt bad because you were feeling bad so i toned it down but then when we got into the actual talking with dr C.
2: Then you got to serious business. Then I
1: I flipped on my serious business uh, face. Serious note-taking. Oh. I got all the notes right here. I can yeah. read them all. It'd been, it would no. be very boring. But yeah. anyway, it was the fluid-filled cavity of your thoracic <laughs> cervix. Nope, syrinx, not cervix. I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> it's or... my
2: thoracic. I, <laughs> that's the thoracic area of my spine. Yes.
1: I, I take very good notes, but I write terrible. Anyway.
2: So um, she pretty much said at that time... Um, like, she didn't say, like, she thought it was ALS or not. She just...
1: She said that she couldn't say that it wasn't. Yeah. But that she also couldn't say that it was. Right. She was, like, basically, like, I don't know. Yeah. She's like, obviously, we don't want it to be that, but I can't 100% say it yeah. is or it isn't.
2: So, and I I respected the
1: shit. Dr. C, man.
2: I remember she... She was
1: fucking awesome. So,
2: they had told me that from a first EMG that the results were abnormal, and then from the second one... My right leg was abnormal, but the other two limbs were normal. Yeah. Um, and then she said typically with ALS patients, like it needs to be three or more. That's in my notes. Limbs. <laughs> well, it's in my brain.
1: Well, so. I wrote it down, so I have to think about it.
2: <laughs> uh, so that was like, okay, maybe it's like not because that's like a thing.
1: Yeah. They thought it was something her, called so. flail arm syndrome.
2: Well, that's a, like a type of ALS.
1: Oh, I didn't write that. My notes are terrible. I suck. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't
2: think I think she just didn't say it and then I looked it up on the internet. Oh.
1: When she said flail arm syndrome, I'm like, that makes sense because you've been punching me in your sleep for like the last like 4 months. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that makes 100% I mean, she is flailing at night and just punching me in the face like at night. I I no sleep on on this end. This guy. No sleep. This lady. Some sleep. Lots of punches. <laughs> <laughs> lots of bunches coming um, at me it's weird I don't know
2: so then she referred us to the, the ALS center yes. at the University of Minnesota
1: that sucked to hear
2: and yep that and was
1: super scary she also
2: to took like a bunch of more blood because they were saying like it could be um. oh mm. L- Lyme disease no not Lyme Um,
1: tick disease no no nope. I didn't write it down. Look at my Uh,
2: You probably wrote it down. I'm
1: trying to read my hand. I'm trying to read my hand. I'm trying to read my hand. I'm trying to read my hand. Uh, Horn cells. Nope.
2: No, that's Uh,
1: not genetic. Nope.
2: It was. um,
1: Uh, I know what you're saying.
2: Something that you can get like in Africa. Oh, West Nile. Yes. Yeah,
1: West Nile. Yeah. She was thinking it could be West Nile. Yeah, she was legitimately pulling. I don't
2: think she was thinking it could be West Nile. She was was hoping it it was was West Nile. We. This is something like has similar symptoms, and like we would do a blood test to rule it out.
1: Yeah, it was like a. It's like we were in a Grey's Anatomy episode, and we had McSteamy and McDreamy, like being like, "Listen."
2: Except there was definitely no McSteamy or I mean, McDreamy.
1: Doctor C is, she's pretty hot. She looked like Jasmine from fucking Aladdin.
2: It's okay, hot. well I'm attracted to men. Oh, okay. So. Well, you know, I'm she just didn't saying. Do it for me.
1: I'm just throwing. It, I'm just <laughs> throwing it at Doctor C. I thought she was a very attractive, super intelligent lady who uh, was legitimately trying to think that it could be anything but what. She obviously knew that it probably was,
2: and then they also said that my bl- blood results hadn't come back yet for looking for cancer markers, so yes. it was like cancer was still fingers, kind of in play. Fingers crossed. Um, fingers crossed.
1: We
0: hope it's cancer. And then
2: so she gave us the uh, like the lab order, and then we went to go do that, and then I noticed on the lab order like they were doing an HIV test too.
0: Thank
1: God.
2: <laughs> and I was kind Listen, of like, I don't know,
1: what my wife. I doing. was like, what the I fuck? I don't keep Alicia, my wife. She's like, I'm going on happy hour. I'm like, have fun. I'm not even going to check up. I trust you. I'm really glad she threw it in there. To be honest, I was like, hey, Dr. C., can you throw in like a HIV test?
2: Wow, really? No, I was not. Jeez. Mostly because
1: I'm like, I don't want to get one because I'm lazy. And I'm like, well, if you get one and it comes back fine, I <laughs> oh think we're God, fine. my God.
0: That sounds horrible.
2: <laughs> came back negative, by the way.
1: We do not have HIV. Yes.
2: <laughs> um, and then all the other stuff came back negative, too.
1: Yeah. So everything came back Negative. And they're like, hey, you need to go make this appointment to go see the U of M ALS center. Which it turns out, legitimately, everybody bitches about the Midwest. We live in one of the best places for this particular disease. They have some of the best people at the Mayo Clinic, the U of M, the Naran people. I mean, they're just like, like, out of all of the shitty states we could have lived in and been diagnosed in... like. Honestly, like, we kind of hit the jackpot. Like, as much as Leslie has been bugging me for (laughs) for a decade to get the fuck out of the Midwest, and I'm just like, we gotta save money. You know, I mean, hindsight, it kind of worked out. Because we were able to get right to people who are at the forefront of this heinous, heinous fucking disease. So we got the the stuff after the Naran, and obviously it was very somber, and we're just trying to keep it upbeat. Because again... It, it, there's a fluid-filled cavity. It could be yeah. this. It could be West Nile. So. Oh, so
2: and so they did say like I do have this fluid-filled cavity. Oh yeah, she, but she does have is, this. It is unrelated.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so not only does she have this terrible it disease, it could be
2: something I've had since I was born or gotten if I had fallen, which I've done multiple times, um, and it's just not possibly doing anything. And
1: for the record, this isn't something that I could have given her, so it was not my fault. I have to say that.
2: Okay, I, I was like, that. why would anyone think that you because gave it to me? I've
1: watched these Netflix shows with parents who have Munchausen syndrome and like make their kids all sick and shit. I just want people to know that I am not filling your cervix, not your cervix. Why do you your... keep
2: saying cervix? Because my notes look like cervix. Okay, you're a horrible note taker <laughs> <Well>, then. <laughs> okay, I'm not
1: horrible. I have terrible
2: writing. There's Are you a big sure difference. you're thinking of the cervical part of my spine? Is that uh, what m- you're reading maybe? M- yes. Because that's what...
1: I'm your also, neck
2: part of your spine is called.
1: I've also had a few drinks and, you know, you're making me hot with that ice pack around your wrist. So <laughs> I'm thinking about I'm filling up that I'm only using it to cool down. <laughs> Just... Fill that cervix up.
2: Oh my god. Listen,
1: <laughs> even with this terrible disease, you guys, I'm still going to be me. So don't fucking hate, okay? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm still me. I've always been me. And this is who I am. Fucking deal with it. Anyways.
2: <laughs> um, okay. So then we went to... Am I missing anything if I say then we went to the U of M? Are we skipping anything? Oh, it was my birthday.
1: Yeah, we 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 celebrated your birthday.
2: So my birthday was, Very I think, somber. like... Uh, <laughs> Very somber. What, a few... Like a week after um, the appointment with Dr. C and yeah. before we went to the U?
1: Yeah, because we didn't know yet. So we were still hoping yeah. against hope that it was just a it tumor was, or just cancer.
2: A sh- it was... A, I mean... Not that anything you did like made it I this was a way, terrible person. I
1: no, I fucked up your birthday, babe. I love you. I love that you you were not going to throw me into the bus. I love you, but I was not the perfect person on that <laughs> birthday. It was I was out of my comfort zone. You made me go to some weird random hipster pasta bar nonsense. It's not
2: weird. It's a restaurant. Uh, we It was not a restaurant, It was it all is. fucking
1: fancy and I just I it fell wasn't out of place fancy. and she said don't dress up and I didn't, but I dressed a little bit too underdressed and I was very stressed out, also because I was thinking that my wife was dying of cancer.
0: So, anyways, it was a really shitty birthday.
1: Yeah. I got you nice presents.
2: You did. I got you
1: amazing. Listen, what's my love? What's uh, what what, what's what's my Your love language. What's my love language, babe?
2: Um Well, your love language? language, you like to give love in acts of service. And um you also like to receive love in gifts and i I think you you also like to give in gifts
1: when you fucking put it that way i sound like a whore you like to receive love in gifts and i'm like well well that's what it is listen i grew up in a family where any anytime anything bad happened or i had to go through something traumatic what did they do they bought me a video game to make me forget about the fact that i was going through something traumatic so yeah i like I it's just better. funny
2: because like that
1: You're the opposite.
2: My I, I don't have that as my love language. Like no. my love language is mainly um like physical affection. Like I like hugs and kisses a lot.
1: And who's great at that? Not Yeah,
2: who's I was that. like I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not you. It's not me.
1: <laughs>
2: I have to like force it. And you then it sounds so bad.
1: It's not okay. Huh. <sighs> I mean, it's it's true. Like I'm just, I just, I'm know. not. What am I yeah, no, you're not. Say? No, I love you. I love I you. Force I force you to hug me. Yeah, <laughs> it's true.
2: And then you like feel like you do be you do like weird hugs that are like all goofy because you're like uncomfortable. Listen,
1: I'm scared of intimacy. Okay, okay, yes. I have intimacy issues. Listen, I'm going through therapy right now, and that is one of the things that we are touching on. So yes, really, I am scared of intimacy.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, oh, we're gonna get to you me. You didn't tell me that.
1: Oh, we're gonna get to me.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, we're gonna get to me. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: Anyway, so we had your birthday. It kind of sucked, but it was yeah. still kind of good. But we were still hoping at that point that it was cancer or a tumor. Like we were. Yeah. Like I can't stress this enough, people who are listening. Like. Oh no, we already knew, knew most... it wasn't a tumor. Okay. By that it, time, we knew for we knew sure it wasn't but, a but tumor. But it could have been cancer. Yeah. But that, that's what I'm trying to say. Like you, I can't and, underestimate. And and
2: hoping it could have been um, West Nile.
1: <laughs> yeah, I honestly can't. I was gonna say underestimate. I can't. Uh, stress hard enough. Like, and there are certain people out there that can identify with this. And I know that, like, I know that, but like, it's so hard to wrap your head around that you are hoping that someone you love has cancer. You're just, you're hoping against hope that you're going to get the results back and it's cancer. Like most people are like, what? That's fucked up. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. This is the state that we were at at the end of April.
2: Like, Shit. I honestly, if we had gone to the doctor and they had told me that I had a brain tumor or a tumor on my spine or cancer, I would have, like, rejoiced. Yeah, we would have
1: high-fived. And then, to be honest, been, I kind of was hoping that, that was going to happen. Because, like, how have awesome been, would that have been in front of the doctor? Like, yeah! and like, we would have crazy, been so like, happy. We would have crazy, like... Old school, like slap hands, doing crazy like finger things and doing like hand gestures because we have like you know Leslie and I we got a total like you know BFF handshake thing
2: because he won't hug me
1: yeah so I'm just like no no do this <laughs> crazy handshake thing it's like it's like you know it's like Turk and uh, uh, the guy from Scrubs it's like yeah we do this little dance I love her she knows I love
2: her I show in different I do. ways I do
1: so yeah we were hoping it was cancer and then we had to go out to the scary U of M that was scheduled. We were scheduled for, like, five or six hours of tests. Um, so I took work off, and we drove out to Minneapolis, and, you know, I brought my it's iPad. It's really nice, by the way, there. Oh, my God, yeah. That it's clinic is fucking.
2: That I clinic felt is like amazing. I was like, oh, I'm getting, like, rich person care right now. Uh,
1: yeah, it turns out uh, that's not the case. Uh, the clinic is very nice. Uh, we are not rich people. <laughs>
2: but that's oh, what i felt like I, it was like it was sucks. like you know how you feel like when you go to whole foods
1: oh yeah 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 it you have that like, whole foods feeling
2: yeah it was a whole foods feeling where i'm like well i'm in like yeah, a really fancy place i should, I place. should
1: review There's... i should review the u of m als center and be <laughs> like, like
2: four you know, stars it's
1: like going to whole foods <laughs>
2: <laughs> well they do like everything where's your fancy
1: smoked meats
2: <laughs> so they give you like they give you like a a fob thingy to wear so like they can always tell like where you are they so the doctor car for us so that way that well there's valet because yeah, like nuts. there's no parking over there oh, i
1: just felt fancy i'm a i'm a i'm of the type of uh i'm a hughes so we don't do a valet like i mean i don't leave my house so to have some dude be like i'll park your car and i was like fucking sweet yeah you will go park it
2: sorry there's all this trash in
1: there (laughs) Um, (laughs) we're trash people (laughs) and like they
2: have so the fob like tracks you so that way they know like if you like went to the bathroom they know you're not sitting in the lobby like waiting for your appointment and it's true um and they do everything on ipads which is super nice because like it's difficult for me to write with a pen so it was like really nice that i was able to do everything on an ipad yes Um, Yeah, just
1: lots of buttons. Like, how do you feel today? What is this thing? Yeah, lots of weird questions. Though it's like those. It's like when I went to therapy and they ask you like questions where it's just like it's technically a yes or no question, but like the way it's worded, you're like, uh, well, no, but yeah, like they ask
2: you like, like, do you often have this one thing? And you're just like, (laughs) I mean, it's happened before, but do I? But not often.
1: Do you like ice cream? (laughs) And racism. You're like, well, I like ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Like I don't fucking I don't like the racism part.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, Um, that was just me? Yeah. Man, they targeted me hard. I was Uh, like, Why do I love ice cream? I hate racism.
2: (laughs) So we first went back to do like a breathing test, which I've never done before. And I I was used to that. I fucking hated it. Really? Well, because like you have to wear the clamp on your nose and I feel like I swallow frequently enough that I was constantly like plugging my ears up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're too pervert?
1: I'm not pervert. <laughs> no one even heard my laugh. That was all you. That was, you're just projecting.
2: I don't think so. <laughs> she swallows. All um. Stop. Back. And then um, same old Rob. And then we saw.
1: But he was cool. The, the 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 doctor asked the doctor who did that was talk about. We're talking about End Game. And, like, you yeah. really wanted to talk about it because I had seen it and you hadn't seen it yet. And I was like, oh. And then I was like, oh, I loved it, man. I'm like, oh, she hasn't seen it yet. So, no spoilers. Yeah, Everyone
2: <laughs> was really nice. And I actually really appreciated that everybody, like, introduces themselves by their first name. Yes. Like, they're not like, I'm Dr. So-and-so. Yeah. They're just like. My name's Steve. Yeah. I'm Steve. I, did, I you really, like,
1: did you like Thanos? And I'm like, I oh, really Steve, I love Thanos.
2: liked that. Yeah. It makes you feel comfortable.
1: It was very good yeah. bedside manner. It was yeah. Very, it was very nice.
2: Well, they're bedside. Those particular people yeah, yeah, have a we're going to get
1: <laughs> to it. Yeah, trust me. I'm waiting. Like, people think I'm <laughs> interrupting now. Just fucking wait. I'm just chomping at the bit.
2: Uh, uh, we, right, should, so, we don't say his name, I'm though. not going to say his name. Okay.
1: Fuck that. Whatever. I'll, we'll talk about it. But yeah, so like, she did the breathing test, which you weren't used to, but like, as a kid who had childhood asthma and who frequently had to go to the hospital for asthma attacks and shit, like like, getting nebulizers, like, I was used to that. But it was funny, because it was, like, yeah, you put the nose clip on, like, all right, breathe. And you're like, (laughs) and then you're like, you take it off, you're like, okay, hold on, I just swallowed. Hold on, okay, one more time. Yeah. Like, it was funny to watch. And then, like, you aced the breathing exam. And I was like, so that was, like, step one. I'm like, okay, she did really well. He even said, like, you did really well at this. I'm like, sweet, cool. First test, nailed it. (laughs)
2: Nailed it. So then we... um. Then we had to like go check in again, and then fill out like another form on the iPad with like a bazillion questions. Do you like Cheetos
1: or racism? I'm like,
2: fuck! Why are you even asking me this? <laughs> and then I love Cheetos. And then we went back and saw Sarah. It was Sarah, right?
1: Sarah is. I heart her. An amazing, lovely angel of a of a she's doctor. She's super nice. Yeah, yeah, she was fucking amazing. So she's that.
2: She was. She is not my doctor. She's like, I think she. Is probably like a med student, and she's doing a fellowship with Possibly. my doctor. Yeah, she was definitely or, like higher up than a nurse. Or she's like she's, like, she's some shit. or she's not a med student, but now she's like figuring out her specialty or yes. something like that.
1: Yeah, so she'd be like little gray.
2: No, she'd be like.
1: So tell people like you know, Gray Anatomy stuff. She'd style. be or like she be?
2: Meredith Gray after she was done doing her internship, but and she's before trying to she was fucking out-
1: McSteamy, McDreamy. Or no, was she Mc- fucking McDreamy? She was
2: fucking McDreamy before she was an intern.
1: Whoa, what? Dude, have
2: you seen this show?
1: I mean, I remember George. I love George 007. <laughs> 007 for life, George. George, you're my boy. You're Rest my boy, peace, George. George. Oh, man. Can't believe he fucking died. Spoiler him with alert, bus.
2: George dies. Yeah.
1: Him with a bus. <laughs> you know what? But he went <laughs> out He's like. He's
2: unrecognizable. A, he, but he
1: went out on the way he wanted to go. He was like, you want to use the F word and hate gays, black guy who was on the show? Well, fuck Burke. who I want out. Burke. Fuck that guy. But you know what, Burke? You Preston fucked up Grey's Anatomy. You fucked up You fucked up that show. I loved that. I You got me so hard into that show <laughs> up until the whole nonsense with the gay bashing and then George died 007 style. And I was
0: very Well, sad. there's
2: like a big space of time <laughs> it, uh, between those things because Burke was fired, uh, I think, like season three. And George didn't Stayed lead to season like four. season seven or something. It was
1: not that far. Yes. No fucking way. Babe. Listen. I'm
2: rewatching it right now. I'm on season five, and he's still alive. Well, it could so be CG. okay. Anyway, Could be like Grandma Park. Anyway, Tarkin anyway, and anyway. Warm. So Sarah did like a bunch of like tests on my so reflexes and muscles and stuff like that. And I was just trying to make so it laugh. Maybe and she was very
1: comfortable. I liked her.
2: I really liked her too. Yeah, she was very I, kinda, I wish she was like your doctor. My doctor.
1: Yeah, we'll get we'll get, we'll, we'll get to your doctor in a minute. So I'm gonna cut you off and do. You
2: Well, do you, so what did you take away from when she was doing all of those tests?
1: So, so a lot of the tests they do, like Leslie was saying, um, are like, you know, uh, reflex type stuff. So, uh, lots of like touch your fingers and then use your other hand. And then, uh, you know, I'm going to push pressure on your arm, pull up on your arm, pull down on your arm, tippy toes, do your heel walk. And I'm watching, and I'm noticing some little things that are getting me concerned because, you know, like with your legs. Like I saw. I mean, obviously, you had a claw hand. You 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 had mostly a claw hand at this point. Like it's gotten worse since then. But like, at you know, watching you go from I can't turn the key to just looking at your hand and noticing it, like Inspector Gadget, Doctor Claw style. Like I I noticed it. Like it's you can't not notice it. I know, and you hide it, like. I love you to death, and I know you try to hide it. And I get it. I get it. I get it. You don't want to show weakness, because obviously you're, you know, you're a fucking Viking, uh, and you don't want to show that shit. But I noticed that, and then when she was doing the leg test, I I noticed some stuff happening with her leg, and I was like, okay, you know, again, I kept still thinking, not a pinched nerve, but, like, there's a tumor or something that's, like, affecting this part of your body, because it's not, it's just, like, the, the right side at this point. It's just this side. And the way she, and this is what I loved about sarah was that like much like dr c they didn't they have a great poker face like an amazing poker face like because like i'd like to think that like i can uh be in the anxious neurotic uh paranoid schizo person that i am like i'm always looking at people's facial expressions and seeing how they react read the room is my favorite statement like read the room like just you know just read it and uh like, I'm watching her more than I'm watching you, and I'm getting the, the state that, like, she's looking for things and not seeing them. So I'm I'm feeling good. Like, I'm feeling, like, you know, more comfortable. Like, all right, well, you ace the breathing. You seem to be acing this. Uh, everything's going well. And she's being real cool. She's being, like, real cool. Uh, Sarah's fucking amazing. So she's being real cool about it, and that went on for, like, an hour. And she's just doing all these tests and just, you know, normal stuff. And, like, she's... They use, like a, like, a tuning fork type deal, and, like, they hit it, and they go, and they put it on your hand, and they go, all right, when it stops moving, you tell me. And they do it on your leg, and, like, I'm noticing it. Like, obviously, I'm not feeling it because it's real, it's real uh, minor movements at the end, but I'm, like, noticing that, like, okay, I don't see it moving. And you're, like, okay, I don't feel it anymore. And I'm, like, okay, that's good. Like, it seems like you're acing all this stuff. So, like, at that point, I felt, like, okay, this is going well. This is going, like, like real well. Like, I, I'm feeling pretty comfortable. And then uh, she was like, "All right." She's like, uh, "She's like, I'm I'm good here. Uh, You know, the doctor's gonna be in shortly, and then we'll finish up the exam stuff." So we're just sitting there, we're talking, we're joking. Uh, You know, I'm trying to make you laugh. Still trying to do, like, you know, just trying to keep your mind off of it. Obviously, trying to keep myself together. Obviously, the whole thing is, uh, you know, for anybody who has to uh, deal with uh, medical stuff with a loved one, the last thing you want to do. Is make them feel scared or uncomfortable. And I'd like to think that n- 75% of the time, I do really well on like keeping it.
2: You do excellent. Like,
1: I just try to keep it like, keep it, it chill. It's
2: better than your note taking.
1: Keep it chill. Well, I mean, cervix is still might be fluid
2: filled with the cavity. Babe, that was supposed to be a compliment. Oh, Dr. Thank you. C said you had excellent note taking. Have... I'm saying that it's better than your note taking. Oh,
1: uh, so she was like, well, you know, we'll come back in with the doctor. Duh, duh, duh. Uh, do you mind if I tell the rest of this? I part would of the story? love for you to tell the rest okay, of this. Okay, awesome. So uh so we're already okay so I need to explain this uh it, okay huh. So Are you trying
2: not to offend anybody? Um Is that why you're I'm
1: really trying not to offend anybody here. So I'm okay. So this is meant with it's weird cuz there's no disrespect it's going to come off very disrespectful or callous. Uh, And I apologize to anybody out there who takes offense to this. Uh, The only thing I can say is that my wife and I are currently dealing with a terminal illness. So, you know, take that as you will. So, the doctor comes into the room. And the best way to explain this doctor, and going forward, I'm going to refer to him as this, is one of my favorite shows from the 80s is a show called Perfect Strangers. Cousin Larry, and Balky Bartokovus, Bronson Pin- Pincho, or Pinchot, or however he pronounces his name, Balky. Uh, so Doctor Balky walks in, and doesn't look at us in the eyes at all. His hair is unkempt. He has a giant nose hair sticking out of his nose. It's the only thing Usually I can see. Usually,
2: that's a sign of a really good doctor. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. No, no, no. I
1: know. No, I'm going to get there. Like, I, he's going to get. He's going to get props because he's going to get props. But again, I'm. He comes in and. He doesn't look at us in the eyes, and his eyes are just constantly darting around the room, and he never once makes eye contact with either of us. And he comes in, and he goes, um, "I'm Dr. Balky. Uh, I have, you know, this is this is this is this is George. I don't know what the guy's name was. Yeah, I don't uh, remember he, his he's name. He's like he he was I, he that guy was a student, and he's like, is it okay if he observes? And we're like, yeah, that's, that's fine. At this point, I'm still like, that's fine." And Dr. Balky starts kind of going through the same tests that Sarah did with you. Except while Sarah was personable and uh, kind, comfortable
2: to be and around. comfortable,
1: Dr. Balky just starts grabbing my wife like she's a piece of fucking meat and just fucking doing these weird, doing the exact same tests, but just like you would do if you were grabbing a doll and just throwing a doll around the room. And I'm in my head getting pissed the fuck off like i'm like okay you know what i'm not a doctor maybe this is how they do it but i'm like i've seen these tests happen now two or three times and i'm like no one's ever done them like this and this guy is just doing his stuff and i'm sitting there going like fascinating, okay
2: fascinating cuz i did not feel like that
1: oh see that's how i took it I-,
2: I i was more i was more perturbed at his responses to after he would do something cuz he would like make like a comment like really quick. Like kind of quiet, like to Sarah, yeah, that was just like,
0: like what'd you and say? like
2: this is a note, like something like, oh the this nerve or whatever it was, I don't even know, like blah, blah 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 yeah. blah, oh yeah, where I was just like, what, what'd oh my say? God, like he is like noticing things that no one else noticed,, yeah, and yeah. he's not explaining anything no. to me, no, no,
1: it's like it's honestly like Leslie was a sex doll to this guy, like. <laughs> <laughs> and and here's the deal though, I'm not a doctor and I don't have to deal with life altering life ending type of diseases. So I I and I've seen enough doctor, you know, procedural shows and stuff like that and like you kind of have to divorce yourself because you're trying to do a job and you need to do it well and you can't let yourself
2: be, be emotional. And that's yeah. the thing.
1: So like so when I say this guy comes an autistic, you know what? And I I and this is the thing is like the end of the story ends up being that Leslie hates this guy based on the way he acts, and I'm like, listen, like, I'm with you, but like, out of all the doctors to have, maybe the one who is 100% autistic and dealing with human emotions, but like, is 100% focused on the problem at hand, maybe isn't the worst thing in the world. So he's going through his movements, and he's doing all the exact same tests: the arm lifts, the yeah. the, the, the 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 leg steps. And he's making, like, like I said, all these quick comments. And, 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 and the poor, you know, George, the poor dude, is just sitting there. And he had his stupid khakis on with his stupid gross brown shoes. I remember seeing that and being like, <laughs> oh, my God, dude, what the fuck?
2: I didn't even, like, yeah. I uh, passed like, when they asked if it was okay if he stayed there, yeah. um, I pretty much, like, forgot he was in the room. Okay,
1: I did not. I'm noticing all this stuff. So he's <clears> doing <throat> it. And, and again we were supposed to be here for six hours for tests at this point we're like hour two like hour maybe three tops like it was not I thought we were going to have way more tests so the doctor yeah
2: I thought I was going to have like a more. spinal tap
1: done yeah. oh yeah we thought we were going to have way more because they said like six hours of tests at this point legitimately it's been the breathing test Sarah's test and now Dr. Balki
2: repeating Sarah's the exact test. same thing as
1: Sarah yeah that's what was super confusing <laughs> to me I'm like okay I've now seen this procedure like three times this is super weird And he does it for about 15 minutes. And then he grabs the chair. And without looking at either one of us in the eyes, he's just like, I'm going to be the bad guy. You're dying. And when I say that, people are like, Rob, you're miss. You're forgetting how he said it. That is 100% what Dr. Balky said to us.
2: That's not what he said. I really don't. I don't think that's what he said. I think what he said, what he said. I'm going to
1: be the bad guy here. That was his first line because I'm like, uh oh, I know what's coming.
2: I didn't say, I was saying, I don't think he said, you're dying. No, I thought he said, like, I'm going to be the bad guy here and tell you that you have ALS.
1: And you're dying. He specifically said, you're dying. I don't
2: even remember that, which could be me just blocking that out. Because
1: so what I try to explain to people uh you know my therapist <laughs> uh which your boy has been in therapy now like fucking once a week for like the last like two months which is amazing for me i'm
2: like super proud of that I, i've needed therapy and for i don't like 20 i don't want to like veer totally off course yeah. but i just have to say like i was so and maybe like people out there won't get this Especially if they don't know you and they don't know someone with anxiety. People but who I listen was
1: to BDR get this. <laughs> but I was super
2: proud that you like. I called. I didn't even have to say anything to you. Not even like you should do this. No. You just like you just did it. You called. You made an appointment. You went.
1: I sacked and the fuck I was up. like. One week after I. I was so one relieved. Week after we found out.
2: Not I was even, so relieved. Three days
1: after we yeah. found out, I made the appointment.
2: I was so relieved because it was like. I mean, I've been trying to get you to go to therapy. have <laughs> been trying for a to get me to go to therapy time. since
0: we've been together. Because
2: <laughs> yeah. you need to. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. I need massive amounts of therapy, you guys. And um,
1: <laughs>
2: I was just like so happy that you just like took the initiative and did it.
1: That took a lot. But
2: that when took a lot. after, and we'll get to this. Yeah. I don't want to yeah, like fear oh, okay. totally off course. But um, when you came home after your first uh session and yeah. you said that you liked her, yeah. I was so fucking relieved shout out like, to my therapist seriously like she's awesome it was the best thing i could have heard that day because i was so stressed out that like cuz don't take this the wrong way but i feel like you are the type of person where like <laughs> uh, i feel like you you where like are you like go with this? you like 10% of people and you hate 90% of people
1: i don't see that i hate
2: but I mean, like you don't like, like it's I mean? not that
1: I don't. It's not that I set out not to like someone. It's just that, like, in my life experiences, and I've said this, and I've said this on this, I've said this on this show multiple times, and definitely on Brandon Radio, which you can you know listen to radio dot com, uh, and people who know me, uh, I am loyal like a motherfucker to those out there that I enjoy, and who don't fuck me over, like. If you get into the circle, you're in the circle for fucking life until something happens. And it's not that it's hard to get into the circle. It's just that I always have my guard up. Like, it's not... I don't see the best in everybody. I'm always like, prove it. Prove to me why I should give my energy to you. And that sounds like a dickhead thing to say. And that, it probably is. And that's why I'm working through the therapy. But no, you're right. Like, But it's not that I hate... Nine out of every ten people that I see. It's just that more than likely, I, more than likely, those the nine wrong, people. Kate's no, no.
2: wrong. But more than likely, nine right.
1: people are going to just annoy the shit out of me. And I don't want to deal. I don't, I, I've gotten to a point in my life where I no longer waste my energy with people who aren't going to bring me joy. Much like Marie Kondo. Does it bring me joy? No?
2: <laughs> do you hug them yeah. first I'm to like, hey, figure it out? <laughs> yeah, hey, what do I feel? Anyway.
1: What do I feel? So Dr. Balky comes in and says, uh, I'm going to be the bad guy. You're dying. Uh, which is what I heard. And maybe he didn't say it, but he definitely said, I'm gonna be the bad guy. And instantly yeah, he that did. And here's the deal. That one line, instantly it was just like, uh oh. And then the next line he said either was either like you're gonna die or you're gonna you're dying or you have ALS and you're gonna die. There was something with dying in there. And anybody out there, the best way I can explain it, and the way that most people can probably guess it is remember breaking bad? Remember Walter White when he like the first episode or two when he was in the doctor's office and they told him he had cancer and you just have this like you just hear this like, like loud ringing noise and everything else gets drowned out. That's exactly what it was. 100%. It was just like, Wah! and I was just like, uh oh, and I'm like, I've seen it in movies. So like I live my life and you know this, I live my life like via movies and TV shows. And it's like, uh, you know, it's like, uh, Dade Murphy from hackers, like gifs. And clips of movies, and this is is how I explain myself. And, like, legitimately, he said this, and everything... It it was like I went temporarily deaf. And it was just like... And then I looked at you, and you lost it. And then I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, I can't lose it. And then he... Dr. Balki, this is why he's fucking autistic, and that's fine! Like, you can be autistic and be awesome, but again, you need someone like Sarah, because he started talking, and Sarah read the fucking room and was like, you know what? Why don't you leave? And, like, made him leave, and then, like, she was, like, we'll come back. And I was, like, in my head, I'm, like, oh, my God, Sarah, I want to high-five you so hard. He gave,
2: like, no opportunity to... Process? Yeah.
1: There was, like, zero opportunity. He, like, legitimately, like, and again, I know you said that, like, that's not what he said, but, like, legitimately, that's what he said. And then he just kept going on, and I'm just, like, dude, like... Read, he then, like then, already and,
2: was talking about like my medication. Oh, oh he didn't miss and... a beat.
1: But the whole time he wasn't looking at us in the eyes, and I am yeah. just, I am. It's one of those things where, like, you know, like in like uh, in television shows and you know, Family Guy type shows, and even like Hackers. Best thing, Hackers. That's my that's my that's my go to is like 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 when when Dade Murphy when when Acid Burn AKA Angelina Jolie is like, oh, the pool's on the roof, and then he goes up to the roof. And then there's no pool. And then it rains. And then he's walking through the hallway all wet. And then she's all like, he found the pool. And he looks at her and it just cuts to this like old 1950s black and white of like this guy choking this girl because he's just so angry. That's all I saw. All I wanted, every fiber of my being wanted to fucking destroy Dr. Balky. It wasn't his fault. But every fiber of my being wanted to jump out of the seat that I was sitting in and punched this guy until his head exploded based on the way he gave us the news. Like, it legitimately was the worst fucking way. The worst way. The worst fucking way to receive the news that your significant other is dying and you can't do anything about it. And no one can do anything about it. And it it was the fact that, like, this is what he... And that's the thing where you have to divorce yourself because this is what he does for a living. He told us that, like... He did this he had this exact same conversation last week. Like and that was his way of telling us like you know hey. And Sarah, God bless this amazing fucking lady. She read the room and was just like get the fuck out. Like she kicked Balky out. She's like leave. She fucking kicked him out. I and don't like and she that. kicked George out and she's like we'll give you some time. And then it was just like 15 minutes of like Hoo-hoo-hoo. and it was it was terrible. Like there's no I'd say at least high estimate 75% of people listening right now will never ever. And God bless. I'm not even like a God person. And I just say that like facetiously, but God bless you. You'll never have to feel that you'll never have to feel that. Like you won't, you'll never have to feel that like that was probably, and like, this is coming from someone who has been a sad bastard since he was 12 and has had those suicidal thoughts about fucking whatever, about nonsense, just about his fucked up brain chemistry. But like, for once you are, giving, you are given news where it's just like, oh, that's what all those sad songs are about. Oh shit, okay. Yeah, hey, this is fucked up. And it was the way Dr. Balky said it. But when someone gives you life-altering news and they can't look you in the eyes when they fucking tell you, he legitimately did not look at my wife or myself in the eyes when he was talking. And I was straight, and you've seen me mean mug people. You've seen me stare. I was staring daggers, like, and I was just like in my head, like, just fucking look at me in the eye, bro. Look at me in the eye and tell me the same shit. And he couldn't do it. And then all I could focus on was his super long nose hair. And I'm like, oh, cut that fucking nose hair, Dr. Balki. And he had bed head, and I'm like, oh, come on, Dr. Balki. Put some wax in your hair. Do something, put a hat on. I don't know. Put a surgical mask on. So on May 2nd, uh, which is a day that will, you know, forever be ruined. Uh, Is when I found out my lovely wife uh, has this uh, terminal disease. That's when we found out. And it was legitimately like a shock to the system. Because it turns out once you find out you have a terminal disease, uh, everybody just wants to keep talking about shit that you can't focus on. Yeah. It was like you mentioned earlier in the thing when, when the original test they were talking to you and you couldn't focus on it. It's like that times 100, where all of a sudden it's like, okay, occupational therapy, okay, uh, uh, assisted living, uh, this is going to happen. Uh, and then, you know, he gave ALS us. ALS Association. The, yeah, the association. MS you're going to call him. You're going to fucking talk to him. You're going to do this. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. How Dr. C scared the fuck out of me on that.
2: Oh, about yeah. The
1: so, I, as a joke, I was just like, oh. Well, it
2: wasn't really as a joke.
1: For me, it was more. For me, it was just kind of like. I was trying to break the silence or just kind of like, you know, leaven it up. And I'm like, oh, you know, because oh, that this, was when she okay, didn't so know that it was.
2: This is um, because of my dad. We were talking about how um, likely it is for it to be genetic. And she said. And she said it's like literally. She's like, we were like, we read on the Internet. It it's five like, to ten yeah. percent. And she's like, it's really like one percent. Yeah, It's
1: like one percent. and then I, And then jokingly, I was like, hey, I'm like, we're in a neurological clinic. You know, my mom's got MS. Like. You know, could I catch that? <laughs> and she was okay. like, yeah, you should get tested. And I was like, oh, oh no. Like, that was just a joke. Like, so now in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, no. Listeners, I don't have any symptoms of that as far as I can tell. I'm also not going to the doctor because it's not about me. But it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. What? I should have cut my mouth shut. Why do I always got to make jokes? <laughs> Why do I always got to make <laughs> jokes? Because that never would have came up. So Dr. Balky tells us the shit. He leaves. And then all of a sudden... It's just lots of information, and well, it's information b- b- you don't want to b- b- hear. But
2: before that, though, so sh- they leave, we have like <laughs> probably I don't know ten like minutes 10 of minutes? crying. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Like
1: bawling, like ugly.
2: Yeah. Ugly, like the worst. <laughs> ugly
1: crying, like my snot's coming off my beard, and I'm just like <gasps>
2: Um, on and we face. run out of Kleenex. Like, oh yeah, they don't they no Kleenex. Have cl- they enough, have no Kleenex. They have like four Kleenexes yeah. in the room. And those
1: were gone like the first two, like yeah. thirty seconds. You guys gone. So um, here I am, just snotting. What am I supposed to do with my snot?
2: And then Sarah comes back in the room and offers to give me a hug.
1: Oh my God, Sarah! You'll never listen to this, and that's fine. But Sarah at the ALS clinic in the U of M, uh, you were a beacon, a beacon of shining light in the darkness. Uh, I, I, I love you. Uh, like you know if you want to adopt me you can be my godparent she's like half your age oh yeah, yeah. she's definitely uh, yeah i'm definitely then older half, but yeah yeah no she was uh, yeah i definitely she's probably in old. her 20s oh, yeah, 100% but hey if you want to adopt if you want to make if you if you if you want your godchild to be a 38 year old man like i will sign up just occasionally send me a birthday present that's all i ask oh, you know, she comics. was
0: so sweet she was so sweet I so she comes that in and
1: that she
2: came in and offered to give me a hug like that was it was needed so nice it was needed
1: it was it was it was very, very nice. So, so we we find this, we've we, we get this, we get this heinous, 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 heinous news. Uh and then all of a sudden it's legitimately like all of a sudden it's just like, all right, so uh here's the timeline. Uh there is no timeline. And we're like, oh, okay. Six months, three years, five years. And we're like, okay. It's different for everybody. Okay. So with this disease, that's the fucking problem, is that there is no specific timeline. So we can't base things around. Okay, well we got we got we got six months, and then we got a year. Okay, and then three years we got this. Two years, legitimately, uh, without getting morbid, it's it's a roll of the dice. It's a roll of the dice, and it it fucking it fucking sucks, you guys. It fucking sucks. Uh, but this guy was like best case five years. Uh, your father, uh, when he was diagnosed, it was three years, correct?
2: No, because he was diagnosed. um, Diagnosed later. He was diagnosed while my mom was pregnant with me, and he passed when I was 18 months old. So, so way less. So, like two years. So two years. Uh,
1: And again, like it's just one of those things where you know, it's not Chicken Little, but it is Chicken Little. Like the sky is falling. Uh, There is no recourse for this. This isn't like cancer. This isn't like Crohn's disease. This isn't like anything that people might have a 1% chance of getting through with thoughts and prayers and Jesus. This is legitimately like, here's the end game. We just can't tell you when the end game is, and it's different for everybody. So, we learn this news at like 2pm. By 3pm, they're talking about, like she said, the ALS organization, well, hand therapy, so they, occupational
2: they therapy. Well, so they did offer to us, like, do you want to talk to, um, like certain people, excuse me. Yeah. I just burped. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Bush league. Do you want to talk to certain people right now? And one of, like there was someone, I don't remember who that were like, no, like yeah. I'm trying to process, but they asked if we wanted to see an occupational therapist, which I was like, yes, because yeah. I'm already having a hard time like doing things at home you, and you at work. You're a
1: badass office worker, but it's hard to use your mouse.
0: And it's hard to
1: type. Uh and this was, you know, over a month ago and this was hard. Uh it's way harder now, but they were yeah. yes. So we got that cra- yeah, the crazy lady came in with her bag full of like she was yeah, like Gallagher's so The occupational
2: therapist. No, she, she was in. she was, was like, like she was like um um uh, Mary Poppins.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, she had the Mary Poppins bag. Okay, I'm, I Mary I ca- Poppins, I, I'm
2: Mary Poppins, y'all. I am Mary Poppins,
1: y'all. Uh yeah, she came in with this crazy medical bag filled with utensils and tools and things I had no idea. So yeah. So just put this in perspective because people don't know. They don't they don't understand. Um with this disease, again, people, like, your neurons just start failing. So, like, you want to pick up your beer, you, you can't. You're,
2: basically, your muscles start to deteriorate. They atrophy. And um, you can't use, like, pretty Can much, I, like, the muscles in my palm yeah, are gone. gone.
1: Can I be a little insensitive, but just to, uh, you're not going to take it insensitively because I made this joke before, but just to give the listeners out there a frame of reference kay. for your hand. So and I think I've told you this, and if not, I apologize because this is how I explain it to CJ, because I'm just like, this is explaining. Now I'm it. really nervous. Yeah. So Leslie's right hand, uh, like I said, so it's been months. It was months before we even went, and it's just progressively gotten worse. Like it's it's worse. Like there's mm-hmm. no I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It's worse. It's it's it, it, and in the last month it's gotten way worse in my mind. Like just looking at it and like seeing it. Like I you can you can look at her hand and you can see that yeah, the muscles are are. They're they're just dying. They're just gone.
2: Like my hand is skinnier. Yeah, yeah. I can see like my bones and veins more. The
1: muscle between the thumb and the forefinger, where most people have that bit of fat, and that's how that's how a lot of you know Gordon Ramsay be like, that's medium rare. That's how you know that's raw. That's how you touch it. Uh, That muscle is sunken in, like it's because it's it's gone. So the joke how I deal with things, you guys. Again, I'm not insensitive. And we are and my both wife... like,
2: we both, I feel like we both have humor around. <laughs> we
1: have gallows humor. And my wife, I, I, again, I have to just, and I, and you're awesome at this, but I, for the listeners, oh, you God. need to like make sure that they realize this so I'm not just coming off.
2: Like, well, I, I don't know what you're going to say. Is that
1: <laughs> if you've ever seen, and it's not this bad. Obviously, it's not this bad. It's not this bad at all, but this is the first thing I went to based on what's happening. If you've ever seen Scary Movie 2, Chris Elliott, as the butler and he's like take my little hand (laughs) the mashed potatoes and you see that little hand it's not nearly that level yet but that is the closest thing that i associate it with based on like looking at a normal hand and looking at your hand now
2: i've actually taken my hand and rubbed it against Frost's face and said like have you cleaned the gun
1: okay now that is a (laughs) reference okay so let's preface let's preface that that's a reference to Kids in the Hall Brain Candy, where Kevin McDonald. Uh, oh, I thought it
2: was from that movie.
1: It's Brain Candy, Kevin. It's 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 Kids in the Hall Brain Candy, the movie. It's when Kevin McDonald, when he's depressed before taking the gleemanex, one of the characters, he goes home to his son, and he's just this depressed, sad sack of shit businessman with his fucking briefcase, and his and his and his son comes out, and he's just like, "Dad, Dad, you're home," and he's just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you did you clean the house?" And the kid's like, yeah, "Yeah, yeah." Did you did you get behind the fridge? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, Dad, I got behind the fridge. And he's like, Did you did you clean the gun? And the kid says yes. And instead of patting the kid on the head, he just raises his hand and rubs his oh, knuckles. I thought it was like, from the scary
2: you, movie did thing. You,
1: did you clean the gun? No, that's brain candy. That's one of oh. my favorite movies. That it's fine. Yeah, this
2: whole time I've been making a joke off of something I don't understand the reference yeah. to. Yeah,
1: that's ninety. That's ninety percent of the internet. Ninety percent <laughs> of the internet. Uh, so yeah, I, when I read, you know, like, Hiawatha, take my little hand. That's, that's what it's getting, that's what it's getting to now. Like, and that's fine because she has a kick-ass little fucking, uh. Brace. Little brace with a llama, with a llama sticker that helps her type because she is still fucking typing away and doing her work stuff. So we talk to the occupational therapist and, uh, she comes in with this bag of goodies. <clears throat> Mary popping <clears throat> Bag of yeah. goodies. What kind of things did she bring out?
2: Um All kinds of crazy shit. So one thing. Well, the coolest thing is the knife. The
1: knife <laughs> is the coolest that You guys, I'm telling you, I think there's a market for this shit just in general. <laughs> like a better version of what we got. But there it looks like a it's like a mini scythe. Yeah. It's a mini scythe. It's like So it's rock.
2: because I have a hard time holding um a knife with my right hand like normal, this is something where it's a big like what Rob described, with like a large handle, so I can hold it. I don't know how to describe it. It's a scythe.
1: It's, she, she holds a handle, and there's a curved blade underneath her underneath, underneath her hand. It's like, you know, the blade that Vin Diesel used in Riddick. It's basically, I mean, my wife is Vin Diesel. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, but it's a way where like, you, you're not holding a knife like a normal knife, and you have to saw it back and forth. You hold it with a handle that is perpendicular to the cutting edge and then she can just rock it back and forth because right now again people it's just her hand that is affected and her leg but her arm still has motion so she can she can she can get her hand um pretty well even
2: sometimes like i can do things if i like put my fingers around things a certain way like like holding a hair dryer, my curling iron can be difficult. I am. But if I like, if I that. adjust like my fingers to go around it, then it's easier.
1: It's the equivalent of having a robotic hand that you can't control. Essentially, yeah. Even robotic hands like have like.
2: And just so everybody knows, like, no. there's no pain. Like, no, 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 I no. am not in pain. Not
1: in pain. This disease, for the most part, does not cause pain. Yeah. Like, I mean,
2: except for, like, there's muscle cramping and muscle tightness. Yes. And that's more just, like, discomfort.
1: Yes. But it's not like you're in pain. For me, at least. As of now, you're not in pain. But it's just doing things, okay, you know, so, hey, it's in the morning and you want to go start your car. What do you do? You put your key in and you start it. Guess what? My wife can't start her car as well. She needs to use her left hand to do it. She needs to use both hands right now. And again, she can drive you guys. I'm just trying to explain the, th- the small things to kind of get the idea of what she's dealing with currently. And this is all, again, within the last four or five months. Like yeah. It's been progressively getting worse. Uh, so the occupational therapist comes in with her bag of goodies and she's like, here's a knife. And I'm like, oh my God, I want that knife. I think that's the first thing I said. I was like, "That's so cool!" Like, yeah,
2: you were really like, yeah, excited about, about <laughs> that knife.
1: I'm like, "Can uh, non-ALS people have that knife?" And then
2: you can use—I don't know how to like describe it other than like a miniature pool noodle-looking like thing. Yes, that you can put on handles and stuff to so it like them. To yeah, to make it a bigger handle, easier yeah. to hold on to. So it's like
1: Leslie's playing with Duplos while I'm playing with Legos. <laughs> that's the easiest way to describe
2: it. And then, she's a Duplo girl now. And then um. That we didn't get any of these, but like you could get certain dishes that have like a lip on them, so it's easier to like kind of scoop food onto your silverware.
0: She
1: can still eat. Yep. I occasionally have to cut things, and that's fine. I cook all the food because I was already doing that anyway, so that's simps.
2: Yeah, we already learned our lesson on the time that I tried to do it myself.
1: Yes. (laughs) Leslie is not allowed anymore to use
2: knives. knives. I'm gonna leave it
1: at that. Uh, And even, I mean, her fancy ALS knife. Uh, what I thought was super fancy when we saw it—it's uh, not
2: actually not. It's that, not that
1: great. I feel yeah. like I feel like there's a market out there. I feel like maybe that's what I'll get into. Is like I'm gonna make fucking fancy cutlery it's, for it's, disabled people.
2: It's easier to like rock it back and forth over food to cut it than to like move it slice back and it. forth. Yes. Yeah,
1: yes, you can't really slice, but you can cut. Yeah. If that makes any sense. I can
2: smash. Yeah, you, you're smashing. <laughs> and it helps me scoop. Yeah, you're scooping. Onto my you're fork. scooping and you're smashing. <laughs> um, and then there's like a thing uh that you could put on like regular keys, not like car keys, but regular keys. That's like a big like almost it's like, a like clamp puck. thingy. It's like a hockey puck. And it has like a bunch of other tools on it. Like there's a letter opener on it's it. A tampon. And a nail file was on it. Yeah, I think a tampon. There's definitely no tampon oh, okay. on it. I was wrong. Um, I thought it was close. And then we got like that um, jar opener thing. Oh yeah,
1: like a squeezer, and then like she said that like at certain point you might get one of those cool like old person grabber robotic claws. So like you guys, I've said this before. All I want is to slice my wife's hand off and get a robotic hand on there so I can basically get a hand job from a robot, but we're not there yet. The science <laughs> isn't there yet. Yeah. Get on that, Japan. <laughs> Come on, Japan. Um, Get on that.
2: Oh, and then there's, and I haven't had to use it yet, but there's like a tool to help like button your pants and pull the zipper up because it's, you know, you're you having to use like your fingers. It turns out you use stuff.
1: your hand for a lot of stuff you guys. Yeah. I don't know if you know this. Like, it, uh, is,
2: it is actually uh, amazing to me the number of things that I never would have guessed, I guess would be difficult to do. Bra. Yeah, taking my bra off and so putting my what, bra on. Guess, guess is, who
1: gets to help? <laughs>
2: yeah, but usually it's like I'm ready to go to bed and I just like just take, take it my off bra just off. let my hangers hang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, free free the beasts. I'm still able to um undo and do up my pants Thank God. with my um like my left hand. Yep. So
1: Yep, so we're going to keep fingers crossed that, that left hand stays good. Yep. For as long as possible.
2: So anyway, so she had like a bunch of crazy shit. Is there anything we didn't cover? So we did on all
1: what that. She well we no, yeah, no, it was it was it was, and like when she says crazy shit, I mean it's 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 the most simplest shit. So like you think about your zipper, right? And like, you know, on your pants, and it's just a little zipper, you know, it's a standard zipper, and you can't pinch anymore. Like Leslie can't pinch. It's difficult. So, like, the way they get around it is they put, like, a, a keychain key, like, a little keychain uh, ringlet through your zipper. So, then that way you have, you can stick your finger through it. Yeah. And pull it. So, it's, like, it's, like, really low-tech shit. It's, like, it's yeah. nothing fancy yet, which is crazy to me. Because, like, I, it's the stuff that you take for granted, you guys. Like, again, something as simple as, like, you know, for the ladies out there, like, you want to curl your hair. Well, what do you do? You get a curling iron. Cool. Guess what? That's really it's hard for my wife. actually really
2: hard now. What's even
1: harder, babe, now? Doing a ponytail.
2: Oh my god, putting my hair in a ponytail is so difficult. I keep and saying like, shave your
1: head Ripley style, but we're not there yet. I'm like Get a wig.
2: It's 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 frustrating. Like when we um were out, on a trip and I, I was over. trying to put it in a ponytail, I couldn't I couldn't fucking do it. And, and guess and who I, is
1: terrible at putting hair in a ponytail? My
2: husband. <laughs> well, but that makes sense. Like yeah. why would you be good at it? Yeah,
1: it's been years since I've had Jesus hair. And I never even put it in a ponytail yeah. because I wasn't a dude that wore a shitty man bun. It's was like, fuck you. You have long hair. Wear it down.
2: But um, I do want to say, like, shout out to the ALS Association. Yeah. So um, I'm registered with them. Yep. And they actually have a lot of stuff that's like, can be, like, on loan. So yeah. all the stuff that we have gotten has been free.
0: Yeah.
2: I just have to request it. Um, and then, like, anything that they don't have, I can get a grant that's, like, $500 a year to, like, help buy that stuff. So yeah. if they don't have it available, like, I could... S- there's still options?
1: Yes. Yes. So it's not 100% out of pocket yet. Uh, they, they, do, they do help. But you know what? You know what's fucked up? And, and we learned this, is that it's state by state. So we live in the grand old state, grand old Republican mm. state of fucking Wisconsin
2: a republican state meaning that they don't really like to help anybody. No, in need. they don't like to help
1: anybody. And like legitimately, like it's crazy. Like le- you guys, we live 15 minutes over across the border from Minnesota. The difference in the chapters of the ALS organization between the two is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like and that's one of those <clears throat> things that like again, like, you know, we're going to have to move. You know, it's getting harder it's getting it's more difficult for you to walk up our stairs. Yeah. So we're going to have to, you know, and that's one thing that, that the occupational therapist talked about was like, okay, wh- you know, wh- how do you live now? And I was like, like a garbage person. And she's like, what does that mean? I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, uh, she's like, no, I don't know. And I was like, well, you know, we live in a, we li- we a 2 floored uh, house and, you know, the stairs are upstairs and you know, there's, a, there's, a, there's a handle. And she's like, well, do you have low toilets? And I'm like, what? No, what does low toilet mean? It's like all this shit that like, you don't think about. And like right now, thankfully... We're able to kind of push that off a bit because we're not at that point. But it's all these things that like on a daily basis you don't think about. Yeah.
2: And what's frustrating is when we think about moving, we're living in a place right now that is very um good like easy for us to afford on our salaries. Um and any place that we move to is gonna be like double.
1: Oh, eat minimum double on top of that.
2: And then I'll probably not have a job. You'll
1: have. Yeah. And not because, you know, because your job so far has been amazing. They, everybody well, just there, because I won't. There's a point that I won't
2: be able to work. You won't
1: be able to drive. You won't be able to go in. Yeah. And you just won't be able to work. So it's a disability. And then I'm on the other end of where I've been with my company for over 20 years. But right now we're in flux. And, you know, I want to stay positive, but I'm also a realist. And I've been living this, living this life for like nine years now where like every day I can get into the building. I'm like, cool. It's a good day i can get in the building and that's that's not a slam but it's just like it's the reality of the situation so it's like we got to a point prior to the diagnosis where i was able to uh pay off all my debt save a we saved a bunch of money leslie was you know she paid off her student loans fuck yeah she didn't need to take that government handout she paid them off like an american that's not you shouldn't have to pay that off it's ridiculous fuck student loans uh, but it got to a point where, like, okay, cool, we're going to buy a house this summer. Like, that was our big goal, is, like, we're going to start looking come fall to get a house. Like, awesome. We've lived in this uh, this this apartment, uh, this townhome for the last th- four years now, and it's been amazing. And, it, like she said, it's cheap. Uh, it's not in the best area that we want to live. Not, in the, not that it's, like, a I mean, bad it's area. it's a but just, nice like, neighborhood. It's a great neighborhood, but, but just nothing around. Like, we yeah. need... Not that we're city people, but it's a college town, and you know this. The whole the whole reason for this move was to because we were so in debt, you know, for being you know Gen X's uh, hashtag millennials hashtag. Nobody taught us about
2: credit cards, and that we just dug ourselves a hole. Yeah,
1: in your twenties, you just fucking you just you just borrowed, and then you know. But I was able to pay everything off. I was able to get a a sizable chunk. You know, we had like eleven, twelve, thirteen thousand dollars in the bank. We were getting ready to get a house for down payment. You know, my parents always said, like, if if you have this much money in the bank, it's a great down payment. We were ready. And then we got hit with this news. And it was like, oh, shit. And then we started getting some of the medical bills. And it was like, oh, shit. And then it was just like, and that's, you know, it's the beginning. That's the biggest thing. It's like, it's the beginning of, you know, not to be more, but the beginning of the end. It's just like, every day is the best day. Like, every day is the best day. You know what I'm saying, like, yeah. and that's fucked up to say, but like, that's the reality of the situation. So like, it gets to a point where like Leslie's correct; like, she's gonna have to go on disability, and you know, based on the current you know fucking uh, climate uh, of the nation, uh, we don't live in the best country, and that's true. That has you know good insurance, good disability benefits you know everything they want to take we don't really want away. to take
2: care of the people that need to be taken yes. care of we want to take care of the people that are fucking rich yeah
1: and that's and that's 100% what it is i mean to give you guys just you know i mean and obviously i'm talking to people the people that listen to the show are in the same situation financially a lot of them so it's not like i'm you know talking mm-hmm. crazy but it's like i i, I mean just, if we're
2: talking to any millionaires out there oh my like God, yeah, please. uh you
1: we'll can send to uh we're gonna, to we're gonna get to that 100% we're gonna get to that <laughs> But it's to the point where, like, you know, let's just throw it out It's like, uh, you know, I have the Kim Kardashian uh, disease, uh, rosacea, uh, as they call it. I call it the Kim <laughs> K disease. So I feel fancy, uh, and I have a, I have to have a you know you know uh, a fancy, sexy uh, sulfur face wash. So my face always smells like match heads. That's sexy. Uh, and a year ago, I was able to get a bottle of this for thirteen bucks. I believe it was between ten or fifteen dollars. I mean, it was fucking cheap, and it would last me forever. We got new insurance this year, and I finally ran out of my stupid sulfur Kim K face wash that you know was medically prescribed to me. And you know, just yesterday they were like, "All right, that'll be fifty-two dollars." And I'm like, "What?"
2: After insurance?
1: Yeah. And I was like, and it's something small, but I'm like, "Wait, did you get my new insurance?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, United Healthcare. Fuck you, you United Healthcare. You can suck my dick." Uh, And 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 I have the high plan, like I have like the best plan I could possibly fucking get. But that's
2: really it's based
1: on company. Yeah, it's I was ba- going to say I have United
2: Healthcare y- and, and I have I feel like at this it's point better. all the things that we've gone through, I feel very very confident in our in my health insurance. Yes,
1: so far so good. <clears throat> but again, once she goes on disability, that insurance
2: It doesn't go away if I go on disability, it's just that we have to pay for ex- it. Yes,
1: Which again, that's more money, but what I'm saying is that like shit adds up. It's crazy. Like, face wash went <clears throat> from $13 to $52. It's fucking face wash.
0: <clears throat> my lovely wife <clears throat> is
1: like, well, I buy my lady wash for non-medical stuff, and it's $38. And I'm like, oh, man. Fucking. How how dare fucking people make you feel like you have to spend $38 in face wash? That's I love my face wash, ridiculous. though. Yeah, it I does know, a great job. What I'm saying is, like, it's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. So.
2: I mean, it lasts me months. I went
1: off on this crazy tangent for some reason. Yeah. I was trying to find so, anyway, back. we
2: were on the occupational therapist. So the occupational
1: therapist, Mary Poppins, shows us all the shit. We're like, fuck yeah, this is great. <clears> Thank <throat> you for helping us. I made us.
2: an appointment. Oh, it with... was
1: because I went through Wisconsin, and Minnesota to get it oh, back. It was okay. like, the differences are crazy. Like, there's much more, you know, in the democratic state of Minnesota that, you know, some people still slag on. Like, they're <clears> way more <throat> progressive and, like, there's yeah. way more things out there. So, at a certain point, uh, sooner than later, we're going to have to pack everything up and go get a place that's going to be double of what we're paying now. And that's a problem because at a certain point, she's getting disability, which obviously isn't going to pay the bills. And then, you know, my fingers are crossed that I got to keep, that my job is still around because, um, like, I don't know. And this is just me being honest. Like, I can't focus on finding something new, and with all this shit that's going on, like starting over again and not having sick days or, you know, I'm like that's just not going to fucking happen. Like my goal right now is to spend as much time with my wife and make sure I can help her to that point, uh, at the doctor's office after the extra ec- occupational therapist, uh, Sarah came in and was just like, Hey, uh, there is, um, there's some, uh, clinical studies out there. There's some clinical trials, uh, based on, specific genetic markers. So, we have a free genetic test we can give you. And, you know, if you hit one of these markers that are part of this trial, you know, you can get into this trial. And it was just like, what kind of trial is it? And they're like, well, it's this new drug. Well, no, trying. they didn't
2: cover that at well, the they doctor's just, they, appointment.
1: They, they, they talked about that there's a trial, but in order to get into it, you have to have a specific yeah, marker. Yeah, so they're just going to wait to see. And there's a free see. test. Yeah. But they also told us, like, there's also a very expensive test. So, fingers crossed that if, Fingers crossed that the free test will hit.
2: The free test would only show you certain genetic yes uh, mutations. Yeah.
1: So Leslie got her blood taken, and we had to wait three weeks.
2: Yeah, because it's like gets sent into some place. It takes a little while. And yeah.
1: So she gets her test taken, and then we're back home. And at this point, if you've listened to BDR in the past, or even on our Facebook, like, and you know, if I'm speaking out of place, just tell me to shut the fuck up. Uh, we, uh, three months prior when all this shit started getting kind of like more like serious, my thought process was just like, well, you know, maybe we should just stop drinking. Like, you know, maybe alcohol isn't helping us or you know, maybe it's something, you know, my thought is just going anywhere besides what you thought it was. It was just anything. Like, just like the lady was like, it could be West Nile. I'm like, m- maybe it's beer. Maybe there's a new <laughs> beer disease we don't know about. So I was like, <laughs> a let's beer yeah. disease. it <laughs> could be a weird beer disease. So, you know, Leslie and I uh, just stopped everything. It was awesome. Like, I mean, the first, like, week or two, it sucked. But, like, we just stopped everything. We were 100% sober uh, for three months uh, on our own. Uh, recognizance, recognizance, accord, accord on her own accord, <laughs> on her on own thought processes, <laughs> uh, as you can tell now. <laughs> it's not still in place. Yeah, so as soon as we heard this news, uh, the first thing on the way home was just like, uh, we're going to stop to get wine and beer. And you're like, yep. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> like, fuck it. <laughs> so we had to wait three weeks. So, we were just like, you know, at this point, you already know what it is. So, it wasn't like we were waiting three weeks to get told possibly it's not. In my mind.
2: However, yeah. In my mind. But I was like...
1: I didn't know this. I, I didn't know this.
2: I was like still holding on to this tiny little chance. So, ALS has actually, if you look it up, they're actually is a number of cases where it is misdiagnosed because yes. there are a mul- there are multiple diseases that are mimic ALS 100%. Um so I was still really like holding on to hope like if this test comes back as not showing any of these other genetic mutations it could possibly still be something else 100%. Any um Dr. Belkey. Dr. Belke, yeah. Um. did say like that we could do further testing. And he was like.
1: But what did he say? Can I, he do you remember this? I remember exactly said, what he said. I remember exactly what he said. Um, he
2: said pretty much. And you could correct me. If I probably I, will. If I'm wrong. Because you're going to be nice but, about it. But he said like. It's like most definitely ALS and it would be a waste of time and money to have any further testing. I've been done. doing
1: this for five years now, and if you came to me five years ago, I would a hundred percent suggest it. But before he said that, he's like, legitimately, he said this, and I remember this because I was like, You're not wrong. So like again, he reads the room, but just in a really weird way. He was just I don't like think he
2: reads the room. I don't think that's like, the he's
1: thing like, he does. I can tell that you guys can't afford I can tell that you guys can't afford the testing. If this was five years ago, I would suggest that you get <clears throat> more tests. I would suggest that you do something else, but I've been doing this for five years. I'm telling you right now, this is what it is. This is yeah, what it is. Yeah, he,
2: like, he was like, he was like no Yeah.
1: He was like, he's like he's like he's like, I can tell you can't afford it, and I'm not gonna make you take tests that are just gonna wait that's gonna waste your money. He's like, you need I to focus, you need to focus on this now. I love you and you always mm. do this. Like you do this, but like legitimately, that's what he fucking said was basically like, I can tell looking at you guys, you don't have money. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. We don't have money. That's fine. And I'm not going to make you waste your money just so somebody else can tell you what the fuck Dr. Belky knows. Dr. Belky drops the mic. And I'm like, yeah, I, and that, that's when I respected him. That's the one time I was like, I respect that because honestly he could have had us do all these other tests? He could have made us go through all of these tests, and he was just like, "No." He's like, "Do the genetic test. Do the genetic test." But he was also kind of against the clinical trial, like he's real weird.
2: I know. So he he's real weird. I was frustrated with him. I don't remember him saying you can't afford this. Uh, he said that. But yeah. I remember him saying like, "It's not worth like the time. Ton- it's very it's not expensive, your money. and it's worth not worth like." Your money. The, money. the money you don't
1: have. It's not worth spending the money you don't uh, have. See, I don't remember that. No, but that's how I respected him. That's why I respected him. That's the one time I respected okay. him. I was like, thank you, <laughs> Dr. Balky. So, it's
2: true. And then he did also talk me out of, and I don't, I'm don't, i not disagreeing with it, but no. he did also talked me out of the infusion. So there's like an infusion oh, that you Oh, that can was do.
1: infuriating.
2: Because he brought it up.
1: He was like, there is a drug, an infusion, where they would drill a hole into your chest. Yep. And they would put an IV directly into this hole, so not a vein, but like a hole in her chest. Like, so you uh, have to have
2: like a procedure to have would, this like okay. tube put in. You guys,
1: have you seen Rogue One and Forrest Whitaker's character? That's what I thought of it. Like, he had this weird tube in his chest, and that's how he like lived. And then when he was gonna die in Jedha, he was like, "The Empire, the Rebels," and he was like, "You can do this." And it would be like fifteen hours a week or some shit. Fif- it was
2: fourteen days a month. Oh, 14 days I would a have month to go do it,
1: and it would take time. Yeah. And we were like,
2: cool. I already like immediately was like, it's not worth and it would like would add three to six months. Three
1: to six months, you guys. And
2: I was like, it's not worth it. Like the amount of time that I would be going to do this is the amount of time I'm gaining. So what the fuck is the point? Like it's three months.
1: Like three months each other out. Three months. Again, I can't stress this enough for people who don't understand this disease. Everything they can possibly do only adds months. Yeah. You are on a drug right now that fucks up our snack routine. <laughs> I looked this up. I just found this out recently. Because I've been looking up all kinds of shit, and that's that's my... I used to look up Wikipedia Star Wars Expanded Universe, and now I look up ALS stuff. It's real depressing. But the drug you're on that fucks up our snacking at night and just eating in general only guarantees an extra three months. That's it. That's it. If you didn't take it, three <clears throat> months. If you do take it, three months. It's, like, shit like that where it's just, like, we hope. And the nice thing is, thankfully, the drug that you're on, there's zero, as of now, zero side effects. So, it's not, well, like... Well, it's
2: also, like, it's just a pill I take twice a day. So, yeah. it's easy. It's yeah. not, like... 100%. I... The only negative is Snacks. that I have to be careful about when I'm, like, eating yeah. and, like, thinking about... Because I have to take it on an empty stomach. So, yeah. it's, like, I have to think about, like, okay... If I eat this now, is that gonna work for when I'm like taking my pill later? And guess
1: what? When you're working full time, like my wife still is, and she, you know, is is commuting still because she's an awesome human being, she gets home, we eat dinner. By the time we eat dinner, by the time we take your pill, now we have to go to bed, and or we can't snack. And I'm not gonna lie and say that I haven't snacked in front of you because it I'm hasn't weak. bothered me. It bothers me. I don't like well, eating. I don't like eating me. dots pretzels. <laughs>
2: Oh, they're so good. In front of
1: you You guys. You guys.
2: (laughs) Dots Pretzels. Dots Pretzels.
1: Amazon. Dots Pretzels. My friend Sarah introduced
2: me to them, and they're amazing. Dots
1: Pretzels. I'm not even a pretzel guy, but dude, you know how good these are? They sell the pretzel rub for meats.
2: Because it's so good. Because it's so
1: good. So you guys, Dots Pretzels, Amazon. We're not sponsored, but Dots, if you want to sponsor
2: us, I will
1: take your pretzels because oh my God, they make my wife and myself incredibly happy. Yeah. So...
2: Okay, so, okay, so we left that mm-hmm. appointment at the U. About we beer. waited for um, the results to come back. Hammered
1: straight. For kind three of weeks.
2: went back to like drinking regular life. Yes. During that time.
1: Three days later, I and got a therapist. Yep. Yep.
2: Do you want to go into that?
1: Sure. I mean, real quick. Or I can again-
2: go into the going to what trial stuff. Oh yeah, no no, that's just yeah,
1: whatever. My th- I'm in therapy you guys. Uh, there's no crazy thing. Trust me, if I haven't found any repressed memories yet, uh, and CJ if you're listening, we haven't talked about the owls. So, we're good. Okay.
2: The owls. Yeah,
1: CJ will get the owls. And okay. people out there who listen to the show might get the owls reference. But okay, okay anyway, so the trial.
2: Okay, so um once the results came back, Dr. Belkie called me.
1: And was like, yeah. And left
2: me a voicemail and Basically, it was like, I have, we received your genetic testing, I have information for you, then you should try and call me back today. Yeah. So, I called him back immediately, and he said that um, the genetic testing did come back. I have the SOD1 mutation, and there is a clinical trial for it, and um, he asked me if I was interested, and I, I was like, I am interested to at least hear more about this clinical trial. Yes. Why are you making that face?
1: I'm waiting to jump in, but keep talking. Okay, so... I have thoughts.
2: (laughs) Okay. Okay, keep going. So then um, he basically sent my information to the clinical trial people, and they called me the same day. And I talked to them, and they, I guess, kind of explained about the clinical trial, and then they were going to send me information that fully explained everything. And it is... In St. Louis at the Washington University. Yep. There. Yep. Um. And the they sent me the like the packet that tells me everything about the clinical trial. Like, uh, and it really goes like from beginning to end. It starts with uh, what you have to do to like meet the criteria to be in it. Um. Like the screening and how the screening works and the criteria to like meet that and then um, all the different like visits and how they cover all the travel and stuff. It co- the packet really covered like everything.
1: Yeah. it's So it's a clinical trial. So for those of you that don't know what a clinical trial is, it's at the, the, the stage that we're in. It's a new drug that has has already gone through. It's on phase uh, three. Yep. Yeah, so it's so that means it that means at this point it's safe for human consumption. That's not even the problem. Now it's does this work? Is this something that's gonna be beneficial that they can take to market? Uh, right? Is that like the label? Pretty much, thing? Like, yeah.
2: Like they're they've it's, done it, they've
1: done the animal testing. They've done they've, they've, So the
2: animal testing is first, I think, and then like they do testing with probably just like some like a few human people. <laughs> Human people,
0: homeless people. Have you seen <laughs> Venom?
1: That's basically they it. They're it picking with, up homeless people and they're putting symbiotes f- in a them. A few
2: people to make sure that it's actually like safe for people to take. Like you're not gonna like die from it. Um, well, well,
1: one of this you could
2: m- die from it possibly. I yeah, guess if like
1: I mean, let's be honest. One of the, and again, this could be like every other drug that you hear about online, where it's just like possible side effects well, include death. But one of them is like this particular drug has shown positive 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 influences uh you know has shown positive traits at the same time uh this drug could possibly uh so the idea of the drug so okay so here's the deal it's not a cure it's it's not it's 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 not a cure there is no cure yet there is no fucking cure there is no stay strong rob god has a plan 1% there's no fucking cure uh but what this drug possibly can do is slowly uh retard the progression of the disease and that's the, you know that's what you want because the longer you can live uh the better chance they might you might live to find a cure so i don't know if we've even discussed this but like it's one of those things where like when the doctor says 3 to 5 years that doesn't mean 3 to 5 years of awesome living um, that means that means possibly years of, you know, tracheotomy, ventilator. Uh, Stephen Hawking, like you, you can't eat. Uh, most people pass away from this disease because their lungs stop working, because they choke on their saliva, uh, they choke on food when they're trying to eat. I mean, let's just be honest here. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not great. It's not great, man. It's 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 it's, it's not good at all. Um, it sucks. Uh, um, <laughs> keeping it together. Uh, it sucks. But what this drug that the clinical trial is all about is that it can. It, the hope is that it slows this process down, which allows her to be independent for longer, which is you know obviously the goal. Um, but one of the side effects possibly could be that the drug also greatly increases the progression of uh, of the disease. So it's a 50-50 chance of this slows it down, and I get more time with my lovely wife, or, "Hey, shit, this speeds it way up and 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 we don't we don't fucking know, and they don't know. That's I just the whole hit point.
2: the mic with my boob.
1: That's a boob hit. Sorry. I, I, I'm, not edit- I'm not editing that out. <laughs> so so we so the clinical trial stuff gets sent to Leslie and we go through it and you know I read it and it's you know boilerplate legal shit and uh you know they pay they pay for our flight they pay for our hotel they pay for the you know the the limo to pick us up and drop us off, which quote is awesome. Unquote,
2: he did a quote, yeah.
1: I did a quote, you couldn't
2: see it, yeah. But it was like, it was a
1: fucking, it was like a Benz, yeah. I was like, I've never been in a Benz before. That's fucking fancy. I'm a garbage person, so a Benz, I, felt I was fucking like, fancy.
2: When I mean, well, I don't want to like speed way ahead, but like when the, I'm like meeting someone at the end of like the terminal with my name, name on a sign, I felt so fucking fancy.
1: <laughs> oh my god, yeah. If you've never walked through an airport. With a dude in like a fucking like suit with your name on a placard. Dude, people are like, people are like, oh, shit. (laughs) Is that Leslie and Rob from She's Right on Rob? Oh, man. I've heard all about them before. This is crazy. I mean,
2: I'm pretty sure they could tell from our outfits that we were not famous (laughs) rich people. No, no,
1: no. I I fly Uh, like trash. You guys, I'm a trash person. It's fine. Uh, So they talk about this clinical trial. Leslie and I discuss it. And, you know, my response, obviously, is just whatever you want to do. Uh, My whole thing, my whole role in this, uh, my whole role currently is just uh, whatever you want. Like, I'm here, you make the decisions, I'm just here for the ride. Because that's really what it is. Like, I'm not, I know I'm not going to be, like, making decisions about her body. I ain't some fucking hick from Alabama. Fuck that nonsense. Like, whatever you need to do. Yeah, I'm progressive as fuck. It might not come off like that in the podcast. And I've been, you know, I've been accused of lots of heinous shit throughout the years. Based on my views, I'm sorry I don't like Lady Ghostbusters. It's a shitty movie. It has no fucking doesn't <laughs> matter the ladies. It just sucks as a movie. You guys, you can, it's okay to say that. It's fucking fine to say Lady Ghostbusters sucks. And yeah, I call it Lady Ghostbusters so I don't have to be like Ghostbusters 2016. Okay. Yeah, I answer the call.
2: Can
0: we Lady move Ghostbusters.
1: On? I'm sorry, I do not like Ghostbusters. No,
0: you don't. Let's move on. It is fucking on.
1: terrible. Fuck you, Paul Fug. Terrible. So they uh. So we sign up and they sent us our itinerary and we went out to St. Louis two weeks ago and it was our first time and we got to, you know, go out and uh, it was the first clinical, uh, like the, they basically did all these tests to make sure that we were qualified.
2: Which I already knew that I was like, they, they show the criteria in the packet and I've already done all the tests that show that like your breathing has to be like this percentage and you have to not have HIV and you have to be Thank taking God. this drug for this particular amount of time and you have no to meet HIV these here. genetic markers. So it was like we went to go do these tests just to show them everything that we knew. But obviously,
0: They're it's tested. science. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like,
2: And that's the one thing that I think people, when I talk about it, like they just don't, it doesn't fucking click in their head. Like it is Science. They have to like make sure yeah. that all of the data yeah. starts a certain way. Yeah.
1: This isn't some weird like MK Ultra shit that the government performed in like the fucking sixties and shit, where they're just dosing my wife with LSD and be like, Let's "See what happens."
0: Let's just well, see what that's happens. Like, us um, See what happens.
2: There are particular people that <laughs> yeah. have told me that I needed to try and negotiate to not have the placebo, and I was like, "That's not how it works." That's not okay. How so this that's the other thing. Works. Okay, so
1: we're in this clinical trial. And we meet Dr. Doctor Rob. I use his name because he's awesome. It is.
2: It's Dr. Rob, Dr. and Rob. I like Dr. Rob. Dr.
1: Rob comes in, and he was just like, oh, I'm looking through your chart. I see you met Dr. Balky. He's quite a character. And I looked at him, and like Leslie was being the old typical Leslie super nice and didn't say anything. And I'm like, yeah, if that's what you want to call it. Turns out Dr. Rob and Dr. Balky trained under the same guy. So it's like seeing like the flip side of the coin. It's like Two-Face. It's like... You get Harvey Dent with Dr. Rob, and then you get fucking Two-Face with Dr. Balky And I'm like, I like Dr. Rob way more. I could joke with him, all this shit. So, like, they're going through all this test. They're reading all the legal things, and we're going through. And uh, what I appreciate this time, because Dr. Balky couldn't pick up on humor, is that I could be like, I could deal with shit like I deal with shit. It's like I making was, jokes. I was
2: able to, like, I never, I mean, honestly, like, to be fair, I wasn't feeling like making any type of jokes with Dr. Balky considering the situation and you couldn't but i would not have been able I to i would have
1: liked to just where, to diffuse the situation whereas
2: with dr rob i 100%. did make a joke oh yeah and he totally picked up on it and made a joke back
1: You went and with it, it was
2: like fine and
1: i met i and i made it so so we're going through the shit and like they're asking all this stuff like okay you know if, you, if you're able to come if, if 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 you pass all the tests which we knew we were going to and you're able to perceive this, this is all the legal stuff and you know sign here you know we we would like to take a sample of your dna because we're gonna put it in cold storage, no one's gonna know FERPA and all that nonsense, and FEMA and Furpa? FERPA and, Phyla, HIPPA and <laughs> Fila. What is FERPA? <laughs> oh that, that's oh shit, I just like I just showed my hand of what my job is my bad uh that's that's FERPA's for my job, oh uh, but it's all this shit where like there's safeguards in place, so like they asked you know, can we're gonna take your DNA and like the and I made a joke to the guy, and I was just like, so uh, you're not gonna clone my wife, right?" And like I was, it was was me like feeling it out, and like instantly he's like, no, 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 we have, we have, we have wording in here, and I was like, okay, there's
2: actually wording, and I was like, but seriously, you're not gonna clone her; she's not
1: gonna end up on on the moon like moon, right? No, 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 we're fine; it's fine. I made the guy like promise three times that like you're not gonna clone my wife, And and then in my in the back of my head, I'm like, I wanted to say, and I didn't; I really wanted to say, but I was just like, I could feel that like. The The person that, you know, not Dr. Rob, but his assistant, you know, he's learning. This is part of his, like, he's a, He's not a student. I feel like he's past that, but, like, this is a big deal, and he takes it yeah. super seriously. And, like, obviously, you have to. Like, you're dealing with, like, terminal patients. Like, that's what, I mean, I couldn't imagine.
2: He did a good job. He did
1: awesome. Again, I can't stress highly enough the difference between Dr. C, Sarah.
2: Yeah. And Belky.
1: Dr. Belky. Um, also,
2: when we were there and we were doing all the tests and I did the breathing test. So every time you do a breathing test, they have to do it three times. Yeah. So that way, like, I don't know, show that it's Scientific regular method. or average or yeah. whatever. And I hit the exact same number, like, all three times. And he's like, oh, my God, I've never seen that before. And so, like, Rob gave me a high five. <laughs> <laughs> like, I accomplished something. Uh, crazy thing. Lungs of
1: steel, babe. <laughs> Lungs of steel. Um, I don't think it
2: was that I did a super excellent job. It was just more that I had the same number. Well, I every took it time. like you did a
1: great job. I owe
2: and I, then yeah. like and then Dr. Rob came in. And he was like, "Oh, I heard that you did this, and like that's pretty crazy."
1: <laughs> Dr. Rob is great. So yeah, so I made I made the guy promise they're not going to clone my wife. Uh, I really wanted to ask him if they could, if I could pick the traits I wanted, and I could have like awesome, you know, clones of Leslie. Uh, you know, maybe like you know, I could have like. Uh, an Indian Leslie, uh, an Asian Leslie, like, you know, they're cloning. They can do all kinds of shit. Like just give me like a harem of Leslie's. Uh, but they promised me they wouldn't do that. Uh, they do all the tests and they did the same test again that Dr. Balky did, but watching Dr. Rob do it, he was super just nice. He had a bed, he had a bedside
2: manner. He was even like, he even said things like, Oh, great job. Like he's yes. like, Oh, that, that was really good. Yes. Dr. Even if Balki it's not was good, a robot. he's still saying it. Dr.
1: Balky was a fucking robot. And again, you want that in somebody who's making medical decisions because obviously they are hundred percent focused on their job. But at the same time, you want someone who you can like, I... who, who will look at you. Dr. Rob shook my hand and he looked at us in the eyes when he was telling us this shit. And I'm, this is well, coming from here's... someone. This is coming from someone who in the past has had difficulties looking people in the eyes when he talks. So like, not that like, I get a pass to, like make fun of Dr. Balky, but it was more just like, I appreciate the fact that like when he was doing things, he would comment and he would say, good job, or this is good, or "This this hurt? Am I doing it too hard? Where Dr. Balky was treating her like she was a fucking Cabbage Patch doll. I didn't like that. I Dr. was Rob, a human being with yeah, Dr. Yeah, Dr. Rob was amazing. So they did all these tests, and they go, cool. So uh, it looks good, but uh, we're going to need to do one more genetic test. Like, the same test we've already taken, just to make sure that, again, science, that everything matches up. So, we were down in St. Louis on a Monday, or a Tuesday. Monday. It
2: was a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. We flew, flew in down, on, a flew down on a Tuesday. Flew
1: down on a Tuesday. Came back on a Wednesday. Like, we went, to the, we went to the medical thing on a Wednesday, and we flew back that same day. And they're like, all right, we're going to do these tests, and we'll, you'll hear from us in three weeks, but we're going to do it. So, long story short, uh, we're We're in the trial. Uh, the trial, however, though, is a trial. So, one out of every three participants in the trial are going to receive the placebo, while the other two get the drug. Uh, now, they can't tell you, like Leslie was saying, you can't negotiate. Like, oh, do you need to tell me? The well, they don't even know. Like, the they don't know. Doing and the only way that they, the only way anybody will know is if, say, something goes wrong. Yeah, and they have and to another look it up. doctor tells them. We'll never know.
2: There's a way for them to find out in the case that, like there's an urgent situation and they need to find out. Yes. So
1: fingers crossed, but there is that chance. So we got in. So what that means now listeners is that Leslie and myself are going down to St. Louis every other week for the next like three months.
2: Well, we're, so we're going every other week, um, for three times. And then we go monthly after that.
1: And it's basically, she's going to get a spinal tap and they're going to pull out some of the fluid from her spine and then they're going to replace it. Now in, we're we're fingers crossed and, you know, thoughts and prayers, you guys, thoughts and prayers, that what they inject back into her spine is going to be the medicine. Uh, It could be the placebo. So we could be doing all this just to get sugar water injected in her spine. We're hoping that it's the drug. However, after six months, knock on wood that everything is still okay for us to do this. After six months in this trial, everybody in the trial then gets the drug no matter what.
2: Yeah, so, um, well, technically my trial, so we go um, every two weeks uh, through the end of July, and then it's monthly through December, December yep. and then that's technically when this trial ends for me, yep. but then I can automatically be in this n- other trial for the same drug, but they will be giving everybody the drug.
1: So, either we're going to get it through December... And then we continue to get it, or we're getting sugar water, much like Brendan Fraser got sugar water placebo in *Kids in the Hall* brain candy, we're bringing it back. And then in December we get the drug. So the hope is the hope is that we get the drug starting Monday or Tuesday. Monday we fly out. Monday Tuesday is when we go for the first spinal tap. Um, and we hope we get the drug. And long story short, as I'm saying now, because now I'm nice and buzzed, <laughs> is that. Uh, she gets the drug, and the hope is, and the the science seems to be pretty pretty positive. Not a cure, but will sl- will drastically slow down the progression. They're,
2: they're seeing the results so far are showing it super slowing it down and even possibly halting.
1: That's what we want. We want it to halt.
2: So uh, that's another thing is like really that's the other thing where it's like really really hoping that I get the drug yes because if I don't
0: it's progressing by the, the time,
2: time I get on it in january it could be, too late. It could be like too late yeah it could be too late i mean not necessarily too late but like i will already be so far along it doesn't really like revert anything back
1: yes. yes and again i'm not trying to be like the sky is falling It's being realistic, but we're being realistic, and you know we're sharing this with our listeners because y'all are amazing. Uh, Personally, I—I mean, it's been just over a little over a month and a half since we were diagnosed, and I've already seen a super fast progression. I've already seen a super fast progression, like much more so. And that's not because you're the type of person like I would be, who is constantly focusing on that. Because you're not, but like I've, your hand is much worse than it was in May. Your leg is now affected. Uh, we I noticed that super bad when we're just walking like a block or two in St. Louis. Uh, so I'm really hoping that you get the drug and that it halts it or slows it down because that will just give us more time to do fun stuff. Our bucket list, which gets us to the end of this episode.
2: Oh, so. you don't want to talk? You don't want to talk about the injections?
1: Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs>
0: I kind of blocked
1: those out. So, thanks to those. Okay. So, thanks to those crazy, awesome Japanese people who, you know, I still wish could, like, you know, give Leslie a robotic hand that would be an amazing sex toy for me. You know, I don't know why it's too much to ask. It doesn't seem like that much, you guys. You know, it could just be just like uh, Dr. Claus. You just screws on a fleshlight. Boom. We're good. Screws on uh, a beard tap. Boom. We're good. We're not there yet. It's fine. Uh, But there's been some. Um, there's been some uh, uh, medical things in Japan where doing high, high injections, like <laughs> super high dose of B12 uh, directly into the muscles, uh, has shown some positive effects. Uh, again, I have to stress, not a cure, but super positive effects. So Leslie reached out to her doctor, and her doctor, from I remember, was just like. Eh. I mean, yeah, I heard yeah. about it. I mean, I heard about it, but eh, he and I'm didn't really.
2: Like, so he, um, he basically, Dr. Belke. yeah, he basically was like, well, there isn't anything concrete, and you'd have to like be taking like a lot of it, which probably isn't good, and um, okay. it would be like five hundred dollars a week to do these injections, Wh- which
1: isn't good, and I'm like, bitch. So, Everything is already terrible. If something's just not might not be yeah. good.
2: So, fucking fine. So I responded saying <laughs> besides the financial impact which I agree is yeah. significant, what is the downside of me doing this?
1: Yeah. And his response to was To which he
2: could not say that there was a downside yeah. and then he also c- talked to the compound pharmacy because it has to be done through a specialized pharmacy.
0: Yeah.
2: Um that it would actually only be $80 a month. Yeah.
1: Which which I'm lost. like yeah okay, okay. let's just try it
2: and so, and then and then one's like they actually filled this prescription and they submitted it through my insurance i think it only cost me like $12 a month
1: yeah so leslie got a we got a fancy package in the, in the in the mail one day.
2: Which is super nice I get it in the mail I don't have to go anywhere to get it.
1: Yeah, fancy box that was like had a bunch of biohazard things on it and I was like <laughs> what is happening? What's in the box? <laughs> Can't believe
2: it didn't yeah. get stolen. You know, what's in the box?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Put a Brad Pitt there. oh what's in the box? Uh it's it's B12 and it's super high concentrate. So like uh you know, let's just say like a daily dose of B12 if you're going to take a multivitamin and let's just say it's like, you know, 12%. I'm probably getting... The the math is obviously wrong because I don't have it in front of me. The dose that... It's like
2: 50,000 milligrams or something. Yeah, it's crazy Crazy. amount
1: of... Legitimately, it looks like Hawaiian punch. I have a whole bunch of syringes in our freezer filled with Hawaiian punch. Which means your boy had to go to a clinic and learn how to inject this into his wife. Now... I am what you would call a horror movie connoisseur. I love horror movies. I love gore. Uh, I love blood, uh, fake blood. I love uh, decapitations. I love all kinds of shit when it's, you know, fake. However, what your boa doesn't like is actual needles. I, I hate <laughs> needles. Uh, I hate seeing real blood. Uh, I, like when Leslie was getting copious amounts of blood taken at the clinical trial, I had to look away. Uh, your boa is a pussy. Uh, <laughs> I don't even like doctors that's the other thing Leslie learned about me I mean she didn't le- I mean, she, she I knew, knew it, it but like legitimately when I go into a hospital I get lightheaded like I've passed out in hospitals I, I, just going into a hospital
2: considering how I know you yeah. already yeah. I've been super super duper proud of yeah. how you've handled yourself I appreciate that at all of like all of these things that we've had to go to
1: I appreciate that because again
2: it's like you've turned off like your anxiety like okay, the way you acted on <laughs> my birthday.
1: Yeah, yeah. That was you know a, that when was a we went to the move. restaurant. Yeah, I was a bitch move. I oh, know I was a bitch. That's the way I, I thought feel you terrible. would I talk be. About that in That's I about, the, that the way about the I therapy. thought you'd
2: be at the doctor's appointments. Yeah, and I was like, oh no, oh god, oh no. And then you weren't like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, because like I, t- I can turn it off if I have to. I just turn, turn off that part off, of my brain. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it takes a lot out of me. Like I'm drained. So we had to go to the clinic, and I got to learn from an awesome nurse.
2: Who was amazing. Yeah, She, she was, was fucking awesome. great. Yeah, Again,
1: everybody but Dr. Balky has been amazing. It yeah. annoys me that your main person who knows all this shit is a fucking robot. But we robot. have
2: to like see him so infrequently. Yeah, he, thank like,
1: fucking God. Thank God. I fucking hate Dr. Balky. I hate you, Dr. Balky. I mean, you're intelligent, the, the, super intelligent, and you know your shit. I will but say I just the
2: one thing that's really like good about him is he is extremely responsive yes. to all of my questions.
1: Dr. Balky, you respond to emails very quickly. Like super but fast. But you need to learn some bedside manner.
2: <clears throat> yes. So anyway. So
1: at the clinic, I learned how to, uh, so it turns out uh, you're supposed to inject it in the butt, but over the last no, few years. No, you're not supposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, okay. you're supposed to, but then over the last few years, they've taught, they've, they've retaught nurses, you don't inject things in the butt. So I was expecting to, you know, s- learn how to stick it in my wife's butt. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: was what I was telling people at yeah. work too. Uh, like husband, I was like, my husband's, my husband's gonna learn how, how to put trained. it in the butt yeah. this weekend. Yeah, I'm
1: medically trained how to stick it in my wife's butt. Uh, but it turns out they don't do that anymore because you could hit the sciatic nerve. Which I'm like, I know all about that because I have a terrible back and my mm. sciatic is fucked up. So I learned how to properly measure from her shoulder blades and on her thighs where to inject a needle into directly into her muscle. So, uh, you know, pe- there are people out there, again, this is new to me. So, you know, if you're diabetic, this is old news. Like, you know how to do all this shit. EpiPens, boom. But this is a straight syringe with, at first, a 30-gauge needle, which is what they gave us. So they taught me, the nurse was like, okay, do this and do this and do this. And I took video, and I'm like, I got it. And then it was ready to give it to Leslie. But wait,
2: so, like, um, after she showed us everything. Yeah. She was like, Okay, do you want me to do it this time or do you want to do it? That's what and Rob Oh, sorry.
1: Yeah, I mean that's cool. Go ahead. I feel like CJ now. No, like, I get it.
2: This is like the first time I've like stopped you to tell No, things.
1: I know, I know, I know, no, no, I know how CJ feels. <laughs> uh yeah, I was like, Oh no, you can do it. I'll just watch. And then you were like, I think you should do it because we're in a medical facility and if something goes wrong, uh, there's someone here. And I was like, Oh no, yeah, you're right. You're hundred percent right. Okay. okay. <laughs> So I was sho- just like,
2: why don't we do it? Yeah. You're f- considering your anxiety and everything. Yeah. So why she- how about the first time you do it is with someone standing here that could be like,
0: you nope, don't, don't wrong. do it like that.
1: <laughs> I the in my hand. It's not a toy. It's not a toy. Stop! 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 stop, stop, stop.
0: <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, no. So, so so she teaches me how to do it. Yeah, you three fingers down from the shoulder blade, you find a nice piece of fat. And you stick it in like a dart. Not
2: the shoulder blade. The sho- shoulder. Just the shoulder. The shoulder. Whatever. Just I'm st- just saying, like, if anybody's listening it. and they're gonna like, don't go take off medical the
1: advice from this rest. fucking podcast. Did I need to say that? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I guess I have to. Don't listen to me. Don't go to your local nurse.
2: Well, also, if they're imagining this in the head, they're suddenly oh, yeah, thinking right. of my shoulder blade. Not shoulder
1: blade. The shoulder bone. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Is it the shoulder, shoulder bone? Shoulder bone. I don't know. I don't know the shoulder. So you find the bone in the shoulder and you stick three fingers down from where the bone curves and then underneath the three fingers is where you can inject it into the muscle and it's specifically like on the outside not the inside you don't want to hit bone you don't want to hit the a, a vein uh, there's all these rules so she teaches me how to take this medicine uncork it stick a fucking needle in slap my wife's arm and go are you ready one two three and she's like it's like a dart and i was like like a dart like you know you grab a dart with three fingers and you throw it at a dartboard she's like yeah like a dart I don't do needles you guys. I don't fucking do needles. I don't like needles. And here I am having to inject my wife with a needle and I'm like four times a week. Four times a week, every other day. So it's just like ah uh, balls.
0: <laughs>
2: balls.
1: Uh so I do it and we have a 30 gauge needle and I'm pressing the 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 syringe, the the stopper in to press the medicine into her arm and in my mind like I'm pressing force and I'm not seeing it go down so I'm like I don't think it's working. I think it's still frozen. And the nurse is like, no, no, it's going. Uh, It just turns out 30-gauge needles are very small, which and there's so much. You guys, this needle is, if you think of a normal syringe, 100% filled. Like, not like half or a quarter. It's fully fucking filled, so I have to press all this medicine into the muscle. And I'm doing it, and my wife's in pain because it's so... The needle is so small that I'm trying to push it through and I'm pushing pressure, which then is pushing pressure into the muscle with the needle. So it hurts. And it takes like two minutes, it feels like, to do this one, the first one. And, I, and she, Leslie's in pain and I felt like an asshole. I'm like, oh, I fucked it up. And the nurse was like, no, you did perfectly. She's like, the problem is, is the needles they gave you are too small. And we're like, well, fuck, this is what the pharmacy gave us. Like, what do we do? And she's like, well, you, you know, 25 gauge.
2: She's like, you need to call them and ask for a 25-gauge needle instead. Yeah,
1: and I was like, well, this is like a Friday. Like, we have to do this again. I'm like, is there any way you can give us some? And she was super cool and snuck us a few needles for their 25, and then she's like, call. So we have a few 25-gauge needles, and then we called, and we got some sent in from the compound pharmacy, and I've now done it four times. Yep. Five times? Four or five times? Four times. And I've gotten better each time. Yep. Uh, I'm not going to lie, you guys. It sucks, <laughs> fucking sucks, man. Well, like it ha- sucks. It sucks ha- so bad. I get stressed out every time. I can tell my wife's in pain. She's a trooper. It's better than the first time, but legitimately, it is like. And again, I know what you, with what you're dealing with. This is like non like this is like a non starter. But like for me, it's just like I dread. Like, are you ready? And I'm like, fuck.
2: And I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's fucking do this shit. fuck.
1: Okay, but again, I'm sticking a needle. I know, yeah. (laughs) I got shit to do. I got happy hours to go. Just jab this needle into my fucking arm so I can go drink. This is bullshit. I got friends waiting. (laughs) Uh,
2: Well, Uh, what's hard is that a lot of, like, uh, your anxiety or. like trepidation. Yeah. Is that's a great right word. word? Yeah. Uh, around it.
1: All right. Miss, miss Thesaurus. <laughs> is that you
2: don't want to do anything that causes me pain? I don't but this like, is like seeing you in pain. This is a needle in my arm. Yeah. Not there's a vein. Not, not a vein. way. Not a vein. There's not a way for this to not be painful. It's true. The it could be more painful. <laughs> yeah. The most professional.
1: <laughs> there are ways for it to be more painful the most professional
2: person doing it would still cause me pain.
1: Yeah. My whole, my whole fear is just that the needle's going to break. It's only like an inch, an inch and a half long. So it's not like a crazy like, needle. But again, so I'm learning how to inject my wife in their arms. And then, well, I don't think we have to do it in your thighs because I think we found a good way to like every other arm seems to be okay so far. Well, I
2: kind of figured you just didn't want to do it in my thighs I did not because, do because it you in your got thighs. comfortable with oh, my arms. I don't want to touch the
1: thighs. And you know what? <laughs>
2: That's on so this funny because that's totally what I was. I was just like, I don't think he's gonna want to do it in my thighs because he got used to my arms. Yeah, I don't want to do your
1: thighs. <laughs> I don't want to do your thighs. Uh, like the nice thing is, is and we talk on this podcast. You are moly like a motherfucker, and uh, I've always been like, out. I've always been like skin cancer, and you're like, ah, it's fine. And now we're like, well, fucking skin cancer. Who gives a shit? Suck my dick, the son. But you have two perfect squares of moles on both arms that legitimately fall right in the zone of where I need to do it, and now I. have I pointed them out, and like I, I know them so now I don't even have to do the three fingers. I'm like that square, that square. As long as I hit it in there, yeah, and see? I and worth I even doubt. had the nurse, I even had the nurse confirm, like yeah, no, that's fine. So we're doing that. Uh, we're not gonna know if the B12 works for a few months. That's how that works. They said it could be three months before you see any sort of effects, or you know whatever. But it's just something to help. So, is is
2: one of those things where it's like it could be doing nothing, it's but it's better worth than it. praying. It's worth like it's just trying praying. it yeah. because it doesn't cost hardly any money, uh, nope. really. Yeah, and I know it only uncomfortable. puts your husband,
1: you know, into an. Anxious, I know uncomfortable uh, yeah, it's uncomfortable. for great. both of us. It's awesome, but
2: it's not like let make your husband it, super uncomfortable. It takes like five minutes. Yeah, that's
1: fine. That's great.
2: Every other day. Yeah, it's
1: great. <laughs> I look forward to those days. I love them.
2: <laughs> well, it was like today. Okay. I was like, uh... "When do you want to do my shot," and mm. you're like. Oh, uh, ask me later.
1: <laughs> yeah, can we just do it later,
2: <laughs> and then it eventually. We're going I was,
1: out to meet friends. Do it now. I'm Eventually, like, fine. it was like,
2: okay, we should probably really do that shot now. Yeah, yeah. And then, so, and then we had an argument over which arm it was going to be in. I'm like, you definitely did this arm last time. I know one arm
1: has more moles that are easier to see. The other one is like, I think it's here. I'm well, just we saying. have
2: to switch arms because my arm yeah, like is sore. I think
1: it's sore because I'm jabbing a fucking needle into my wife's arm yeah. every other day to inject. Hawaiian punch, yeah, yeah, that's fine. You got the little Hawaiian guy with the punch; he's happy.
2: Okay, he's good so, to go. so sorry, we're doing all that. Okay, that I yeah. wanted to make sure we nope. covered. Yeah, yeah. That. Then I, st-
1: I learned how to stick it in your butt, but then not in your butt because I can't make well, that. We didn't really learn how I to, stick to stick it in my butt, but I couldn't. You know, one of these days it's bad. One of these days
2: we're just not gonna do it. <laughs> <sighs> one of these days it's just not gonna be a thing that just happens. That's fine. Bucket
1: list for Rob. <laughs> so we learned this shit. We're doing all this. This is great. Uh, now the night today, the day that we uh, are recording this is a Friday. It's uh, June uh, 21st, 21st. is the day that we're doing this. Um, and we've mostly kept we've mostly kept this uh, a secret. Uh, Leslie tasked me with telling our groups of friends and people. Um, well, you know, she told her small group, but, uh, you know, I've, I've had the conversation, this difficult conversation with can, a lot of people.
2: Can I say something? Yeah. I don't feel like we kept it a secret. It was just like, we weren't posting on social media. Like anybody that I talked to
1: is a secret. It's,
2: but I didn't feel like it was like me keeping a secret. It was just more like I wasn't posting stuff on social media. Like anybody that I had, I was talking to, I was telling. Like and a, a part of why I'm saying that is because there are people that I haven't had like I haven't talked to and I would have told them.
1: But it's not if something I you want to it's something you want to tell in person and not yeah. over the last It's thing. not like
2: and it's also not something where I want to just be and like not hiding it. Hey friend, how are you doing? I haven't today? talked to you in a few months. Just by the FYI. Way. Yeah. This is happening with me. Like
1: And see, those are the conversations I had to have. Because I was alluding to shit over the last few months and uh like one of my friends at work, uh, I've been just alluding to it, but I have been real, you know, real keeping it real close to the vest. And then one day, she like comes into my office and she just like like legitimately like kicked the door in because that's what she does. She's just very like brah, and she's like, "Okay, seriously, are you dying?" And then I was like, "All right, well, no, but my wife is." And that was, like, the start of the conversations. And it's real awkward because, you know, no one expects that to be the answer. Yeah,
2: that's the the hard part is people will – people ask things out of concern.
1: And then they don't want to hear it. expecting
2: the answer. It's like Like, being asked,
1: like, how's your day? Oh, good. And then you just walk off. Not like, oh, it's terrible.
2: I'm dying. I have diarrhea. So now that I have this hand brace, like, people are just like, oh, what's happening? Or they see me, like, limping. And they're like, oh, are you okay? And it's like –
1: Do you really want to know? Yeah,
2: like – you might regret that you just asked me that because I'm also not the type of person who's just going to be like, I'm fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we've had to have this conversation and, you know, we told, and those of you who listen, you know, if I didn't tell you directly, it's not, it's nothing personal. Again, like Leslie said, it's like more like in person. Like I wasn't setting up meetings with people. It was just like, if I see you and you're part of like the I don't want to say inner circle, but, you know, part of the crew that I see on a daily basis or a weekly basis or a monthly basis. I'm like, you're going to know. So today on the 21st, uh, over the last two months, I've been writing a story, been writing a story because I was like, you know, you know, again, we live paycheck to paycheck. We live in an economic climate that's rough. Insurance, medical bills. I mean, medical bills. Everybody knows, even if you don't know medical bills, they're expensive. So I was like, you know what? I've seen people raise money so they can go to Coachella. I'm going to (laughs) raise money to assist us in what we're dealing with. I want to, I want to, and this is a way for me to finally come out and just tell everybody what's going on. Like, because you know, it's just like, I, it's not that like I want to force it on people, but I can't keep the secret and I can't keep having the conversation in person. Like it doesn't get easier. Like I've had this conversation a dozen or two times
2: can I say something? It's difficult it's, time. It's really not like because of, eventually it will be, but it's not really like needing to help with like the medical stuff. It's like, I want to be able, there are things that I want to be able to do that we can't really normally afford on our own.
1: And at a certain point, you won't be able to.
2: And uh, Yeah, at a certain, at a certain point, point, I won't be physically be able, able to. to do it.
1: So I decided to start a GoFundMe. Um, I started it today, um, the 21st of June. Um, if you're listening and you're not uh you're not fight you're not you're not following me or my wife on Facebook or social media, if you're not following us on the She's Right I'm Rob Facebook page, uh, if you go to GoFundMe.com, uh the URL is gofundme.com slash F. Sorry, forward slash F forward slash help dash Leslie L E S L E Y. Dash fight dash against dash a l s uh I started a go today with you know the first goal you know I don't like asking for help I don't like asking i don't like begging, I don't like asking for help, donations, I don't like asking money It's not who the fuck I am, so this took a long this was very difficult for both of us uh and not to take anything away from you, but it feels like more difficult for me because I had to come up, I had to write. A story like a, I had to write a mini biography of what's happening and I've been writing this and rewriting this for months uh just to like figure it out and I it went live today and uh we posted it and uh it has been it has been uh eight hours since I've posted this on Facebook uh and Twitter Um, and we're asking everybody, even if you can't donate, which is fine. If you can just share it, if you can go ahead and just you know share it with your friends, tweet it, uh, click like, just talk about it. Um, and with GoFundMe, this is all new to me, but like you know, you set a goal, and that was the thing we were struggling with. Like, well, how much do we ask? Like, I don't want to be like, I don't ask for too much.
2: I don't want to like seem like I'm being greedy. No,
1: but to her point, the biggest thing right now is we need to focus on paying off our her current debt to get that wiped off. And also for us to be able to not right now, right now, not worry about medical stuff so we can take some time to do things. We, we, you know, everybody always thinks they're going to have time to do everything they want. They always have, you always have that goal. Of, we've been talking about it for years to, we want to go to California. We want to go in my mind, you know, Japan.
0: <laughs> I
1: want
2: to go to Greece. Leslie
1: wants to go to Greece, meet Dr. Belki's parents. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe meet cousin Larry. We don't know. Uh, but all these things that you, you think you're going to be able to do over a lifetime, but now we have a condensed timeline Of anywhere between legitimately... And it's fucked up now in five years. Like That's legitimate the timeline. So I created this GoFundMe. And the goal we decided to throw down was $10,000. I figured... Even in my mind, I'm like, that's a lot. Um, If you look at the medical fundraisers on GoFundMe, uh, $10,000 for a lot of the ones that are out there is a drop in the bucket. Again, I don't know. I, I wasn't expecting... I was just hoping that some people would share and some people would throw, you know, throw us a a, a few bucks uh, that maybe we could, you know, upgrade to first class uh, on, on a flight. So that way, Leslie's comfortable. Um, That way we could have like, you know, a bigger bed. So she's comfortable. The whole thing is just making my wife comfortable, comfortable. That's, That's a big, you don't think about that. You don't think about that when you're healthy. You don't think about that. But like, even now we've been recording for two hours and 15 minutes. When she stands up, <laughs> it's going to be rough. It's going to be, like, limping, and we gotta, we got to do this. So I was like, let me throw down $10,000. Let's just see what happens. And I have to say, the outpouring of support from friends and family and strangers even so far, that in eight hours since I've posted this, we have hit $5,710 of our $10,000 goal. Like, it's, I'm going to, like, thank you. Like... That's crazy, you guys. Like, that's nuts. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, <laughs> according to GoFundMe, our campaign is trending. I guess that's a good thing. You always wanted to trend. Um, I've only been spending 10 years trying to get Brandon Ray to trend. <laughs> Turns out all I needed to you know, was the terminal disease. Um, <laughs> I really want to keep this good. Um, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I don't want to lose it now. But uh, I, to everybody, I'm not obviously going to name you guys. Um, you know who you are. Um
2: And there on top of this um GoFundMe, like there are people from my old job that found out
1: and did the same thing.
2: And they like in like a few days donated like so much money for us to go on a trip. Sorry. (laughs) No,
1: I know, I know, I know. It's just like it's just like the last Uh, PDR episode two hours in, you just it's the water works.
2: Um it's just like
1: it's amazing.
2: I mean, I, I, I never had any doubt that all of these people See, were I amazing had, people. I but, had
1: doubt because I'm a cynical asshole.
2: But the generosity is like, it's mind blowing. Like I don't even know, I don't even know how to like properly thank people. Like that's my thing. Is like I'm like, oh my god, how do even how do I even like properly tell people how much this is appreciated?
1: And I, th- I, you know, and I think the only way that we can properly appreciate and show people that we appreciate them is to go full nude on the cam.
0: <laughs> 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 no,
1: I think, uh, I think honestly the best way we can, we can appreciate and show people is to like continue to try to live the rest of our time together as best as we can. And to use this, um, th- this money, um, on, things to make you happy and that means we're going to go on a trip we i mean we already planned this before we even did the gofundme we already planned a trip we had a trip planned for august and which like, is right bef- in between in between the clinical trial like we had, that's the other thing too is because of the clinical trial we have to plan everything yeah in between this which
2: and before is- they, before the gofundme even posted like everybody that raised money at my old job, a place I do not work at anymore yeah. and have not been at for I mean, a year. You do and have a half. tattoo
1: on your ankle, so they kinda owe you. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> well they don't owe me like I'm as much sorry, as they, they did. It was a joke. It was a poor it
1: was a poor joke.
2: <laughs> um like our trip was already paid for. Yeah. Because it, of just the people that I used to work with. Yeah.
1: Like this just helps and that's the thing is like just knowing that in eight hours we've raised half of what we asked for um makes me think like shit i should ask for way more no (laughs) i gotta be like that but it's just it just shows that you know there's still goodness out there all you hear is about the all you hear on online and on tv is about how terrible everything is and it's easy to like feed into that and this is coming from a cynical asshole you know me uh but it just goes to show that there are a lot of good people out there and you know yeah there are just those people that do the thoughts and prayers and that's nice you know if that makes you feel good at night more power to you
2: and i appreciate honestly though anybody that does tell me i am, i am not a religious person but anybody that does tell me that they're praying for you for me you take i it. do i you do appreciate really it. appreciate that's it the way and they i'm do it. i'm like i will take anything i can get yes
1: but just, just know, again... I
2: don't want anyone to think that I'm, like, shitting on them for saying that.
1: I'm with you. I just need to reiterate for the 50th time this podcast that this is not something that at the lightning hour, let's be honest, at least right now, it's. Still, I mean, it could change, but as a realist, there's not something at the lightning hour where they're like, "Let's oh, tumor. We're going to remove it. Dr. McSteamy comes in and does a 15-hour...
2: Oh, McSteamy's going to be
1: there? Yeah, McSteamy. Yes. And McDreamy. <gasps> Yeah.
2: Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Both are going to be there.
2: Is Matthew McConaughey coming? Yeah,
1: 18 hours. Oh, yeah. By <laughs> the way, if anybody out there knows Matthew McConaughey or Dave Matthews, you can get uh, our GoFundMe out to them uh, or just, you know, tweet at them to get them to acknowledge my amazing wife. Uh, that would just be like the the icing on the cake
2: here. I heart them.
1: But I have to say, again, everybody who's donated and who's shared this and who has sent, again, eight hours, you guys, and we're half at the goal that we set. And the nice thing about GoFundMe is that, if we hit our goal, you can still share it. This isn't something that stops. Like this will be up and we I'm going to keep this up until the end. Like this is going to stay up because this is this is kind of, you know, it's like the grinch. Like my heart grew three sizes today just watching this because like I legitimately I thought like uh maybe you know, uh, I'd be so disappointed if we only got like a few hundred bucks after like a month. Like I'd be so dis- it'd be just depressing. Like, why did I even waste two months of my life trying to get out my feelings just to, for people to be, like, whatever? So the fact that, like, people, the outpouring of support is crazy awesome. Um, And every one of you who has shared this and sent us kind words and has messaged me, uh, I, this is almost what it feels like to be a minor celebrity because my phone has been, like, nonstop <laughs> buzzing all goddamn day. uh. And I love it. I haven't even
2: looked at mine because I it's like. Just, I'm,
1: it's very. Feel like it's, it's going to be crazy. It's very very nice. So, again, um, prepare for the next however long. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna spam this every day, but this will be part of my weekly. Just hey, if you haven't shared this, share it again, or just keep sharing it because the way algorithms work, maybe now one other person will see this that didn't see it before and you know and if you just want to share it and that's it awesome you don't have to do anything else but just share our story cuz again there are tons of people going through the same thing and you know and you
2: know and if you don't if you don't want to um if you don't feel comfortable donating to us that's or not. sharing like donate that's totally fine donate to the ALS, ALS organization yes yeah. like do the donate ice bucket challenge the research because yes this is a disease that like since i found out like i have found out about so many people that know someone that has this disease and it's yes. kind of like it's kind of i and i my dad had it yeah. and so i always felt like it was really rare and all of a sudden i feel like oh my god everybody seems to know someone that has it
0: and, and there
2: is like no cure for it and it's like you have such a short amount of time once you're diagnosed. Like, that's the biggest problem. Their money needs to go towards research yes. to figure this shit out.
1: Yes. So if you again, like Leslie said, if you if you know if, if you don't want to if you can just share this, awesome. If you don't want to donate directly to us, that's fine. But go to ALSA.org. Learn more about this disease. Donate there. Just share some knowledge there. Do what you can because that. It's just going to help people in the future. And again, this podcast and all of my podcasts uh, has never been personally for me to make it rich, make it big. It's just been like a living journal. And this show now going forward is 100%. So sorry, those of you. And I, I'm not going to lie. There, we'll, we'll get back to pop culture here because uh, we're gonna run story. out
2: of depressing shit to yeah,
1: talk yeah. About. it'll be like 15 minutes of depressing shit and then we'll talk about boobs and master chef and top chef and shows that we watch <laughs> the next episode will be a lot less depressing probably uh but just share it get us out there just tell your friends tell your family uh, tell your kids they're smart they know social media <laughs> hey i got friends that are kids that have teenagers they got social it. media that we don't it. even know it about it still
2: made it's, me laugh it's
1: all on it's, i'm just saying just saying, help us out, help me help you
2: Thank you everybody, thank you everybody for so your generous like honestly, like I don't even know how to say thank you
1: yeah it's it's amazing it's fucking nuts. oh, and it just went up to five thousand eight hundred and thirty dollars. that's crazy it's I mean again it's it's nuts, so go to the page uh, I, we will be we'll, we'll be posting updates. Um, if you haven't heard from me today yet and you've posted something nice or shared, trust Same. me, I am trying to go through all of the social media posts. I'm trying to do this. The problem is, is that a lot of you don't listen to the show, so you're not going to hear this. But um, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And again, you know, your boy went from the Grinch to being a happier Grinch. So my heart grew three sizes. Oh, I mean, today. It'll probably go back down to one size tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it uh, one day at a time. And okay. that's the best we can do. Take it one day at a time. So, keep on listening. Uh, this is not gonna, We're not going to be gone for two more years. Uh, I am going to force my wife, until she's unable to, to do this once a week. And so we can just talk about stuff. Because this is very therapeutic for me. And I feel like for you.
2: Mm. Yes. This... I got to talk about my birthday. Yes. <laughs> and, how,
1: and how her husband was an asshole. <laughs> but your boy's injecting her now. And, and he's
2: making up for it. Don't worry. And,
1: and again, what else have I been doing? Let's just, let's just make it so I'm nice. Um, uh,
2: Rob has been amazing. She's at gunpoint he... right now.
0: What, what, so, well, why, what have I been doing? i got to help you. <laughs> Rob's been
2: super amazing. Like, uh, as we talked about, it's difficult for me to do some things. But there are some things that, like, I mean, it might take me a little bit extra time, but I could still totally do them. But Rob's just been like taking one for the team. Like he's been doing pretty much all of the cleaning and laundry and cooking. You're counting. What am I?
1: Uh, We still have like 10 more things. I'm just hoping that you remember those 10 more things. Really? Am all I am to you is a maid and
2: shopping.
1: Shopping. Well, he does cleaning? all the shopping. He brings home lots of video games and toys. Well, no, like you
2: do the grocery shopping. He's giving me
1: shit. You do the cleaning,
2: all the laundry, all the cooking.
1: No. It's just listen. That's my love language, you guys. It is. It's my love, his language love language is like let me just of let me that's be your Benson, and that is a fucking reference for like two percent of you that will get that old man reference. But I'm Leslie's Benson, and I couldn't be happier. To do so. So again, thank you to everybody who's donated. Uh keep the word alive. Uh and again, I you know, just you're awesome. You're awesome. You made your boy cry a bit. In front of and his I've wife. I've seen that like
2: two times <laughs> ever before. <laughs> yeah.
1: I know my therapist said I should be better at that, but you know, we're one step at a time.
2: <laughs> one step at a time. So again
1: thank you everybody everybody. it's amazing thank you for listening for two and a half hours about our sad bastard life we'll be back next week with just a smittering smattering smidge of sad bastardness but then you know more fun we're going to talk about stuff because because of this awesome terrible terrible thing we're going through we've been watching a lot of shit and keeping up on all of our shows (laughs) and we have a lot of shit to talk about you guys so again thank you uh spread the word GoFundMe.com forward slash F forward slash help dash Leslie dash fight dash against dash ALS. Check us out Facebook.com slash She's Right. I'm Rob. Check me out. You can friend me if you want. Rob Hughes. Leslie Purdy Hughes on Facebook. Uh, Twitter buff underscore head cheese. Check out Facebook.com slash Brainder Radio. Uh, braindeadradio.com. Check out Redbubble. dot com slash sound people slash like dead radio. <laughs> one of the uh,
2: podcasts that yeah, you know, listen to. Well,
1: yeah, except except that I'm okay. actually not making money off of this. It's just just everywhere people, know. Might, people might do stuff. Check us out. Share share it with us. Keep on listening. We appreciate every single fucking one of you. Y'all are the best. And apologies for uh, the, the the year break, but we're we're back. As long as we can, we are back. So check us out. iTunes, Google Play. You can find us. You can find me. Braindeadradio. You can subscribe there
0: it easy I have to easy. go to the bathroom, okay, to the bathroom. I need
1: to grab a beer we're <laughs> wrapping this up we love you love you
2: guys thank you every everybody
1: yes for She's Right I'm Rob my name is Rob
2: I'm Leslie who's always right
1: have a
0: perfect week making sure I'm not their radio production yeah. visit us at www.preempreo.com